0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Collectively Rewilding is an online forum for learning, sharing, and teaching the skills needed to enhance our experience in the natural world. We're looking for the best mentors, guides, and instructors who can teach a variety of natural skill sets. If you've got something to share, we have the platform to help you make a difference for free. If you are more interested in learning and expanding your abilities in nature, please join us as a member to explore the world of rewilding. Join us at www.collectivelyrewilding.com today.
2: looking for something different, looking for something fun. Join Dan every Monday on the Freedomizer Network, 9 to 10.30 Pacific, noon to 1.30 Eastern, for Common Sense with the
3: Educated Redneck,
2: Dan Ellison, the show about
3: everything and nothing at all.
2: Global Government, The Mystery School, Agenda twenty third, chemtrails and geoengineering, manufactured disasters. We live in a time when awareness about current events and big media deception is critical to be prepared for the events that are rapidly descending upon us. This is Russ from Delivering the Truth and Exposing the Lies. Join Diana and me every Thursday night at 7.30 p.m. as we expose the truth big media keeps lying about. Herbal Medicine, yeah. the globalist real agenda. seen through the propaganda. Thursday nights at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We'll see you there.
1: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever and whenever you're tuning in from, my fellow Liberty lovers. This is Amber S. from Living with Freedom Ministries, reminding you to tune in on Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Central, noon Pacific time for the Living with Freedom show, where we'll embrace what Living with Freedom can look like physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and in everyday life. That's 2 p.m. Central, noon Pacific here on Freedomizer Radio.
4: Hello, I'm Mike, my birthing partner and I just got our new Leisnica Freedom Microchips. These microchips are awesome. They help me keep the freedom I used to before I enrolled into Southern Hampshire Institute in Technology.
5: I'm Jamar. I am friends with Mike and his birthing partner. We met at SHIT. I am a liberal media major. I also just got a Lysenica Freedom Microchip, As since SHIT recently mandates everyone on campus get their Freedom Microchip, I jumped on the Leisnica joint.
4: This freedom chip grants me the freedom to go everywhere I was allowed to before COVID. Now this chip tells me when I am and am not allowed to go outside. It also tracks my boosters. If I'm not up to date on a chip, it tells me when I need to get it by.
5: This chip is sweet. Without this freedom chip no one is allowed on our campus. I scan my hand whenever I want to pay for something. It also calls for an ambulance when I get another heart attack from a booster. Which is totally not a heart attack from them getting a gene therapy.
4: These Freedom Chips are free. You can go to any drugstore or China Mart. And employ with insert in your wrist.
5: Remember, it is not the mark of the beast. You just need to let Lysenica track and trace your every move. You just need a Freedom Chip to buy, sell, work, and live. When you get a microchip, look for the of Freedom Microchips. They are sweet. Okay. One more time. This is your foot. This is shoes. This. This is your foot in shoes.
6: I, I can't move.
5: Any questions? A little help. This public service announcement brought to you by Zero
2: Shoes. Feel the freedom. Feel the fun. Feel the world in Zero Shoes.
7: Have you looked at the price of Bitcoin lately? Cryptocurrencies are the hottest financial investment right now. What if you can get free Bitcoin fractions by having an app on your phone or PC? Introducing Lolly, a website that rewards you with free Bitcoin pieces with your online purchases. You purchase from one of thousands of companies like Chewy, Old Navy, Groupon, and others. You get a percent of your purchase back in Bitcoin. Use my link on FreedomizerRadio.live or find me on Facebook for your special link to get started. Lolly, earn free Bitcoin while you shop.
3: Hello, Freedomizers. I am Broccoli Man. When I am not fighting crime, I listen to the Proof Negative Radio Show.
5: I am the Wire Ritter. Not only do I forbid you to listen to Freedomizer Radio and the Proof Negative Radio Show, I am going to demand you wear a mask and get your naked body scan. We need to protect the One World Government. You getting the real information hurts a crime syndicate. Do not listen to Proof Negative. You must now disrobe this incident so I can check your person for a constitutional cash money.
3: Anyway, listen to Proof Negative on Freedomizer Radio. Weeknights 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern. 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. Freedomizerradio.com
7: Now, let's get back to the Proof Negative show here on Freedomizerradio.com. a great night here on Freedomizer Radio. Of course, I'm your host Proof Negative, the big Kahuna here on Freedomizer. I want to thank everybody so much for joining us today. Today happens to be Wednesday, so we'll have Joanne Moretti joining us here as usual on Wednesday. If you out there in Radio Land have anything you want to share tonight, the number here is 319-527 6208 and just press lucky number one on your phone and I will make it a point to bring you into the conversation by the way we will also have a guest next hour we do have Daphne Lee a local activist here in Las Vegas who was in the news recently because well she did not vote in the primary but there was a vote made in her honor and we will be talking about that so without further ado let's bring in Joanne
8: Hey everybody! Hello, Freedomizers! Hi, Proof! Happy Wednesday Hello. to you all. Yeah, I can't oh, wait to talk so to Daphne. Much. I've been reading. I've been reading about um, quite a few people whose names were used over and over again, too. People voting in
7: there. Yes. In their... uh, and uh, Daphne, I've known, I believe, since 2008 when we both volunteered for for Ron Paul, if I remember right.
8: Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that she can give first-hand testimony. I can't wait till she comes on. So, how was your week?
7: Um, uh, uneventful so far, I guess.
8: Uneventful. That's good. That's good. Sometimes uneventful is really good. Man, we got a lot to talk about tonight, um, especially about this border thing. As I was remembering some things about the Chinese. Mind if I talk no. about that for a second?
7: Oh, I mm. I was hoping that would be our first topic, actually. Oh, good, because
8: they got 30,000, 33,000 um, Chinese people have come across the border. So I want to talk about that for a second. Remember, China had a one-child policy. And most families, when they would have a child, they chose to keep the male child. Because, you know, when they get older, the male can support them and take care of them when they're elderly. So baby girls were left on the sides of mountains. They were given up for adoption. Uh, I remember when I was young, I went to parochial school, and they had a drive. They were collecting change to get these, adopt, uh, you know, and drop these babies out. So a lot of Chinese girls got adopted out. But now the result of that is... China has 10 million too many men. They call them broken branches. Now, these men are never going to get married, never have children, because there aren't enough women in China. So China can get rid of 10 million men and not even blink, because they're not going to, you know, reproduce families and stuff. So that's a big army. Now, if they train these men and they send them over here, which it seems to be that's what they're doing, 33,000 is already a a good-sized amount of soldiers here. They're military-age men, single men. So, you know, they own a lot of property here. They own a lot of businesses here. They have a lot of financial interests here. They have secret police stations here. Those are most of what we should be concerned about. Now, it's nothing against the Chinese people. They're wonderful people. You you know, Chinese people are, you know, if you go to Chinese restaurants. And you'll notice yeah. that, you know, if you go to a Chinese restaurant, it's mostly Chinese women there, the waitresses and the maitre d', all of that. You'll find some Chinese men there, maybe the owner and some people in the kitchen. But uh, mostly it's it's women that you'll find there. So these Chinese men have a better chance of finding a Chinese wife here than they do over there, which is a big draw. And now that school ball Mayor Adams is offering people $10,000 each. He's crying he's broke. He's crying he has no place for these people. He's crying he needs more money from Biden. And then he's going to give out ten grand each. And if, when you're asking, I, I see all the videos of... The reporters saying, "You know, where are you from? Where are you from?" And then they ask them where they're going. Most of them say New York. Now, if you were give me ten grand, I'd be going to New York too. Where are they getting this money? And what are we going to do about these these people? Um, Laura Loom? No, is it Laura Looma? Yes, yeah, she's over in the Darien Gap. And she's doing reporting from there. So she is sending back messages about all these NGOs. Remember we said it's not some illiterate drug cartel member, some gang member, going around the world recruiting all these these illegals. No, they're shipping them in by plane, by boat, by bus. The Mexican cartels aren't doing that. They're the last leg of the journey. But this is taking whole governments, mostly our own. And they, just like the Bidens, you know, they set up 10, 15, 20 shell companies, all these little offshoot NGOs. So you got, all right, we'll take Catholic Charities, for instance. Now, the Catholic Charities, they are supporting like 60 different NGOs that are along the way in that border. Our base that we had in Panama, that's a whole logistics center, and it's mostly being run by China. They are providing buses. They're providing clothes and shelter and, you know, things that people need along the way, supplies. And then they're just moving them out. This is human trafficking at its biggest. We've never seen anything like this. And everybody's freaking out about Biden. You know, he's saying, "Oh yeah, well, you, you know, you couldn't. Our system's broken. You couldn't pass this. You couldn't pass that." In January of twenty-one, when he first took ownership of the of the job, he signed a whole bunch of executive orders reversing everything that Trump had put in place. Now the word is, is he's going to come up with some magic executive order that he's going to fix the border now. So we've been telling people right along that he's always had the authority to do this. Now he's going to do it. So don't you think that this makes him look even worse, like a scoundrel? They're panicking. You know, his numbers are in the toilet. And people are not given to his campaign. So now he's going to come up with an executive order. Yeah, of course it's an election year. So what do you think about that broken branches thing? You think that we should be mostly concerned with them? Although you got people from Afghanistan now fleeing the Taliban, they were on camera today too. I
7: was wanting to ask exactly what was he doing in
8: California? Oh, oh, Biden? yeah, he, yeah, he's, um, he's got some high dollar fundraising going on there. They're not letting the media in. It's private. It's funny, he can run around the country and go to these private soirees and there's money involved. It's all money, money, money.
7: Well, that's all, all that we donate things. to him right now. Cause the, the 99% have no interest in him.
8: No. I think it, a lot of people are holding back because they're not sure he's going to be the nominee. And I still, I'm not going to count Michelle out because they're trying to sweeten the pot with her. They're all over her. And Newsom, can you imagine if they bypass Kamala Harris for Newsom? They don't want Kamala. But how many of their base will vote for Newsom? You know, if Kamala Harris isn't top of that ticket. I don't know. So then you got the that.
7: Oh, that's funny. But that's part of what... That's part of the, the Nikki Haley thing. With these votes, mm-hmm. from what I was skip tracing earlier today, and I can confirm with Daphne, that, that none of the above... Yeah. That... Those Nikki Haley votes might have been those fake votes, actually. I don't think that none of the above were voting with fake ballots. I think those were the the Nikki Haley's.
8: Oh. Well, that makes it even worse for us.
7: None of the above could have gotten even more. I think they're trying to drag Nikki along, hoping that somehow she'll catch on.
8: Well, she thinks that she's going to be last man standing. Vivek out with a, a... Thing today over on Twitter, he said that Nikki got no no delegates in Nevada. She didn't even try. She's not getting any in South Carolina. I think that's the one to take off. He yeah. says the donor money's still flowing though. She, he said that the game is hiding in plain sight. He's hoping that Biden's lawfare eliminates Trump, so they'll backdoor Nikki in, or no labels will try to. Steal votes from Trump by using her as their candidate? Didn't they might be trying to woo her too? But she came out and said, "I'm not leaving this, even if I lose South Carolina." So this chick's going to lose forty-nine states, and she's still—I mean,
7: how? What well, else, but let me ask you this, though, Joanne. My question is: At what point, if she's eliminated, will she still continue, even if she's eliminated? Because if if Trump gets the magic number for the for the primary, then that's it.
8: Yeah, but she won't even suspend her her candidacy. She'll just say that she's still an active candidate and wait for the convention. Because it's not in stone until those delegates are actually awarded and he becomes the nominee. You know, they can pull sleight of hand at that convention. And if you see the way half of them are acting, you know, they should be out there By now, she should be out of the race. I mean, her her chance of winning is is none. And if you notice, Vivek and DeSantis and the rest of them, they only suspended their campaign. They didn't end their campaign or quit or drop out. They suspended it. So they're still actively in the race should that come up. So does she think that she would beat out Tim Scott or Ron DeSantis if Trump were eliminated?
7: Well, I'll tell you right now, and you probably know this, that if uh, if Trump was out, Vivek's in, and Vivek wins, hands down, over anybody else up there.
8: Yeah. That's true. If it's not Trump, it'll, it'll be Vivek, too. it's, right. it's definitely
9: exactly. That's not. my point.
8: Yeah, it definitely won't be Nikki Haley. She's just, you know, they know she's a globalist. Unlikable. They know that. Yeah, they they know that, and she talks with such a clenched jaw. She's she's always acting like she's seething mad at us.
9: Is
7: really mad, lady? And that, that's what pissed me off with uh, with a certain Clinton that remain nameless. Is that why I can't stand that particular pronoun? Just Staying that up. that just it, it's like she's the younger version of that.
8: Yes. You know Hillary's making her move too. She's making herself quite you see she
9: got but i don't Todesca think baggage. I don't
7: think that pronoun is is going to run for office. I think that one wants to run behind the scenes and and control somebody oh yeah, well, at some point when you know you're not likable but but you could be let me put it this way once uh you have musicians say robbie neville who did that song "Say la vie like 35 years ago right once he was no longer a brand name on the pop charts he switches over to songwriting and producing and then he produces a bunch of other hits that, right that's where that one's going i believe it
8: i absolutely believe it yeah that this there's just no reason for her to be there but like I said, Hillary's making a lot of If she, if she too, was she gaining
7: any traction, I would understand. But literally, possibly the, the other than Chris Christie, the, the most unlikable candidate. Absolutely. And she's just
8: continuing with his platform. Her whole thing is bashing Trump. Don't you think she should bash, like, Biden once in a while or Democrats once in a while? And this but South didn't Carolina Nikki Haley primary. say at the
7: end it's going to be her versus
8: Kamala? Yeah. A woman's going to be president and it'll either be her or Kamala. Hmm. So is she working with, like, Brennan and Clapper and that whole crew to steal the election? That doesn't Chip shock she. me. And then she's got all hmm. these small donations. You know those are coming from Act Blue on those those credit cards. How many stories did we do about that, Michael Kieschnick and and his Credo credit cards and their untraceable gift cards? That's where her money's coming from. So, there's lots going on behind the scenes there. And Trump's just, you know, Trump, that thing, that New York thing was just blew me away, $385 million plus $187,000 a day in interest.
7: Oh, and you know, she's, uh, Letitia James is out there talking about, oh yeah, he's going to be paying me real soon. Yeah. Oh, we're going to see Usually property. when you go for an appeal, you don't pay for it and then get the money back. That, that, that would be on right? the 33rd of never worry that happens.
8: Really? That's like fighting for ownership of your house. And you've got to sell the house to pay for the appeal. Yeah. So what's the sense of fighting? And you know that'll cost him money because to put up bond, even if, if you put up a bond, it's 10%, right? So that's $400 million, uh, $40 million. And he'll lose that. You don't get that back. So it's gonna. this is going to cost him millions and millions of dollars one way or another. And did you hear that Kathy Hochul, the, the, the governor, she come out and admitted oh, she, she, because of the businesses are all threatening to leave now, right? Especially the yeah. financial sector. Businesses. Well,
7: yeah, yeah. She's out there saying, don't worry, big businesses. You could stay. We just want Trump out. This is only Yeah, we Trump. just
8: want Trump. But then she, knew, then she knew she screwed up. So she made it worse. She come out again. And she was congratulating Letitia James and she said yeah and that proves that the world of law works and nobody's above the law whether you're a billionaire like Trump or just an ordinary person and right there she walked it back or oh, just an ordinary person well if I was just an ordinary person in New York I'd be looking for a way to get out of there
7: because she well, told us so, oh no well, what's going to happen when Trump. these truckers refuse to deliver loads to New York
8: I'd be afraid to deliver, if, if you don't get robbed and you actually make it to your delivery place, who knows if you're going to be able to do business in New York again. If you are not, if you don't agree with their politics, then you're persona non grata, and they're going to take your business, they're going to take your ability to do business, they're going to take every cent you have. They saw his taxes, they know how much cash on he has got money, it was the same amount that they asked for. So they're going to take all his cash. And then, they, then start taking his businesses. And what are they going to have a fire deal well, with, with the uh,
7: where, where, where in Manhattan are they going to start putting up factories to build stuff? Nowhere. We're in New York, period.
8: Why would anybody take a risk like that to do business in New York?
7: Well, I'm, I I'm just saying that you get the red, you get the liberals there in Manhattan that that don't. I saw something on TikTok, I I, I I should still have the clip, but people don't even realize that, that the food, they think food comes from the store, they don't know that you can grow it. Yeah, well,
8: they can't grow enough in the city, that's for sure, there's no place to plant. You might have a that's window box point. or a little balcony, but yeah, food doesn't grow in the city, you have to get that from outside the city. So they're real snotty right now, and screw those truck drivers and all of that. Screw those farmers. Mm -hmm. Because they know nothing about farming. They know nothing about truck driving. They know how to hustle and bustle. But they couldn't plant a tomato seed and actually have the tomato plant grow. They couldn't plant enough food to sustain themselves. And once the deliveries stop, the groceries run out. There is no time to grow groceries. If you, you know, you should be planting next year's dinner right now.
7: Yeah, I believe in the growing season for Manhattan. I think that's early March, so they they better they better learn. They got like a two to three week window where they can learn and get stuff ready.
8: Yeah, they better start getting their cider plants out, and they better start getting buckets of dirt and all their necessary. I don't know
7: where they're going to put them in their apartments, but they better find some grow legs.
8: Well, they better get out of there. I'm telling you, businesses, they got to get out of there.
7: Oh, no. Those liberals better stay there. Those liberals need to all all move to New York.
8: Yeah, well, that's the thing, is they'll take their voting habits with them when they leave because they don't realize.
7: That's why we we need need them quarantined.
8: Yeah. Yeah, if you're going to continue voting for liberals and Democrats, uh, then don't leave. Stay there. Right. No, no one needs you. We don't need that. We don't need that kind of stuff around here. You know, when you, when you flee that state, leave those voting habits behind. Or uh, don't leave.
7: One of the funniest arguments I ever heard was uh, some liberal called in, like in 2011 or something, Joanne. And yeah. I was talking about how the property taxes have gone up under Barry Satoro. And this Mm -hmm. liberal calls in and says, I'm not worried about property taxes. I rent an apartment. Uh, That doesn't affect me.
8: That's a dumb person right there.
7: Oh, I know it is.
8: It's going to affect your landlord who's going to go up on your rent, dumbass. It's going to affect you (laughs) more than it will affect the homeowner.
7: Yeah. That's why the rule is: if uh, if a if a globalist or a one percenter has their taxes raised ten percent because they own a business, then the prices go up fifteen percent to cover that and any other additional taxes that come up. And right. If not, then they then they make an extra five percent. Exactly. <sighs> they
8: don't understand, don't understand that. Understand the, they don't understand cause and effect they don't understand unintended unintended consequence either. They just think, Okay, I don't care if my landlord is charged more. Not my business. Yeah it is when you he's gotta charge you more.
9: <laughs>
8: you, know, you know, you're in business, you're not St. Francis, it's not a charity. If you're not making a profit, you go out of business. There's no sense in being in right. business. You go to work every day. You open your store every day to break even or to lose money. No, that's not how it works. And putting all these restrictions on these businesses and then going after the whole thing. I, mean, I could.
7: But just, any. But the thing is, if they're trying to say that Trump lied on his. Uh, on his application with the bank, the the bank is not getting in trouble for this either, right?
8: Right. No, no, no. No, the banks are not in trouble. The title companies are not in trouble. And the banks actually said, not only do we not have a problem with Mr. Trump, would do business with him again.
7: And Yeah, so who was affected you know, they, they on think, this other than Letitia James?
8: Well, pe- they think people are stupid. And obviously the judge is stupid and Letitia James is stupid or this is such a setup that they they are trying to pull one over on everybody if you take out a loan and you put up collateral they don't just take your word for it they want to see this collateral they want to see the paperwork on the collateral they have to investigate it themselves they have a Judiciary obligations to their stockholders, so they have to make sure that if you say I have a hundred dollars in collateral, the collateral you're showing them is worth a hundred dollars. So they have people check that, and Trump didn't write all those proposals for loans and stuff himself. He's got people for that. They has he has accountants up the wazoo. They wrote that, and they didn't even need the money. They but they were keeping the credit active. But when they do need the money, they paid it back on time, never missed a payment, never were late. The bank was satisfied with the collateral. The title company, which also had to do their own diligence, they were satisfied with the amount of the collateral. Everybody was happy except the judge and Letitia. Everybody made money, and the loans were paid back. There is no victim and what business uh, I'm still does to the, the government have so in I, private property? I, I have a legitimate anymore.
7: question that I cannot find the answer for. What? How is it that a judge in New York gets to decide what the value is of a property in Florida?
8: I had asked that question, and because the loan was taken out in New York and was used in New York because he was, you know, he used the collateral in Florida as a bundle of other properties, too. And he said, okay, I got this much, and some's here, and some's there, and some's there. But I'm going to be building this in New York. So when I borrow this money, it's going to be used to build in New York. So he had to have permits, New York permits, for this building. He had to, you know, go to, the, the money was loaned while he was a resident of New York. They figure they have jurisdiction over them, and where it was a bundled collateral, they think that they have jurisdiction over that. Even though the property that one of the pieces of the collateral was in Florida, a couple of pieces were in Florida, and a bunch of them were in New York. He said, you know, I own this and this and this and this and this hotel here and this golf club there and. You know, I just need a couple of million dollars and I'm gonna do the work in New York and fix this up and Yeah, here's your money back, thanks for the loan. But the government has no business in private contracts where no there's no complainant, there is no victim, there is nobody was harmed. And where does this exorbitant fine go? Who gets the money? The state of New York? They weren't harmed at all. They actually made money too. They got their taxes out of it, and obviously the judge didn't do his due diligence because they should have sent an appraiser down to Mar-a-Lago and no, gotten they didn't a appraisal. No, right? No, the judge just assigned what he felt was a value without anybody going to check on it.
7: Yeah, they didn't even question how much the empty lot next right down the street from. Mar a Lago was worth? No. This, they don't the know only, anything about the only time in America where an empty lot in the in the middle basically landlocked is, is worth more as a tenth of the size of Maralago Mar-a-Lago that has no water around it and it's worth three times more than than what uh, the judge in New York says uh, Mar-a-Lago's worth.
8: Right. One of one of the villas at Mar-a-Lago is worth more than eighteen million dollars. Right, and that's just a shed on the property in comparison to the to the main buildings.
7: The guy has no idea
8: of the value of
7: property. No, his job and Leticia's James job, just like the book, get Trump. So whatever exactly. they could do to get him, then that's what they'll do, and it doesn't matter what the what the charge is for. It doesn't matter how much it is, how egregious it is. We just have to, we have to dirty him up.
8: Well, I guess that the part of the appeal will be the Eighth Amendment to cruel and unusual punishment, and you know, excessive stealing your property and all that. But that would make it a federal appeal. It would take it away from New York, and it may be able to get all the way to the Supreme Court. Because this is truly a violation, and you know they so can't let me make ask a law you this Then, one Joanne.
7: Person. So, what happens if a, a if this gets uh, this gets kicked upstairs, and a judge says, "Well, I think it's worth two hundred million. It's not the eighteen million, but it's not the four hundred million that that they were, or whatever it was that they're claiming." So if they choose a different amount than, than what was stated on the bank loan, then the, the, is he automatically guilty?
8: No. No, he could appeal that again, too. You know, it's going to have to go to the Supreme Court. And it's not just for him. You know, they said that that law was just for him. So right there is a violation that, right, you know, Congress will make cruel, no
2: law. That's punishment.
8: Yeah, but they're not yeah. to make laws that attack any person, place, or uh, ca- uh, class of people either. Mm-hmm. It has to be for everyone, one for all and all for one. You can't just use the law selectively. You can't make a law for one citizen. That has to be for uh, all. The well, citizens.
7: Governor Hochul thinks you can.
8: Yeah, but she walked that back. She said, or an ordinary mm-hmm. person at the end of her retraction.
9: Yeah.
8: When she when she was saying about oh no, other businesses don't have to worry this, you know, this was just about Trump. Right there is grounds for appeal. That was a setup. It's all been a setup. They had to change to the statute of limitations for two things, the one the Eugene Carroll and for this thing. They
9: yeah.
8: only did it for one year. The law change back now. So they just had to create a window to go after Trump. And anybody in their right mind should be able to see it. I don't care how liberal you are, how leftist you are, how Democrat, how Republican, or whatever. Use your eyes and ears and brain. And then apply it to yourself. Because if you think because you're a Democrat that you're going to be spared, they don't care about that. All you are is a vessel, a tool, for them to get their own way. And once they're done using you, you're going to be in the same boat as the people you thought you were above, the people you were applauding. You know, you might hate Trump now, but Trump is just the first. He's not the only. And this is going to affect every one of us. Your property will not be safe. You know, they were just canceling people on social media. Now they got a whole new level of pain if they get away with this. And
7: wait, and wait until the CBDCs kick in. Then then all this appeal stuff is going to be out the window. Yeah. There won't be any time for appeals. Yeah, in, in a year and a half, if if these people wanted to go after Trump, they could just shut his bank account down right then and and uh, don't like it, and yeah, you'll just have to wait it out and fight later. Yeah, just lock him
8: out until he either wins or loses in court. Either way, he's yeah. locked out, right?
9: Yeah.
8: And that will happen to everyone. If they don't like the way you act, they'll just cancel your ability to do commerce of any kind. You better learn how to grow plants too.
7: Yeah, these, you won't these be able people to don't see buy the or parts sell anything. trees, so. Uh, that that's how it works.
8: Yeah, well, they're all happy because they think they got Trump. Well, they got got, too. These people are Yeah, but not after inter- all
7: this, after all this though, Joanne, they would still vote Brandon again over over Trump. They would still vote Hochul. They would still vote Eric Adams after all this, and they don't care one iota.
8: Yeah. And then they'll cry about the illegals, and they'll cry about the money, and they'll cry about the filth while doing the same thing over and over again, voting for the same people. And they'll tell you, well, no, this was a different Democrat. It wasn't the same Democrat.
7: Yeah, but it, uh, uh, but uh, our our congressperson Gillibrand only had eight terms, so the ninth one will be the charm.
8: Yeah. Yeah, she'll, she'll come around then. No, they won't. Schumer he has been there 30 years.
9: Mm-hmm.
8: Yeah, he's going to do it this time, though. He promised. He's been promising for the last 30 years. And look what
7: it's gotten. Yeah, got in all them, yeah.
8: Yeah. And that screwball Ocasio-Cortez, what's she done for the... Jenny from the block, what's she done for the block? Other than fill it with illegals. Well,
7: she and provides entertainment, I guess, so... So maybe she's just a low-income provider, I suppose.
8: Yeah, well, she used to be cute, so you know people mm-hmm. were swooning over. But she's not cute anymore. You know that her shtick got old. So now she's just yeah, a but dick. not old
7: enough to lose an election, though. No, because they
8: think they got to vote Democrat because they're from New York. Yeah. Well, keep voting Democrat. You do that. So no, I just hope here. that
7: these these uh, I just hope these billionaires that like Kevin O'Leary are serious about not doing business or, or going to New York anymore, and I hope these truckers have zero interest in 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 ever doing business there. Yeah. So we'll see. I I hope it's serious. Yeah. I hope yeah, they do a lot of, to this. New York like what the truckers did to Canada last year yeah. or two year whenever no, it was they two years a ago. a lot of
8: pull. Truckers have a lot of pull. You know they got to feed their families too, but they got—they have integrity and they stick together. Mm-hmm. But you know they make it so difficult for us to stick together. Look at this January sixth baloney. You know, and, and any time two or three of us meet, it's an insurrection. People didn't insurrect anything. Anybody who says uses the word insurrection for that.
7: Insurrection is an idiot. with no weapons.
8: Yeah, no weapons. No violence. No fires, no damaging the property, nothing. You know, the, the most they, they got is trespassing and failure to somebody obey the law order. Yeah. yeah,
7: somebody crapped on a desk. That I I, 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 I might do something with that, but then yeah, I, you're giving I, I don't people know if that's twenty-seven true. years for not even being in the city.
8: Yeah, I don't know if that's true. I want to see the video on that because I don't think that's true. If you look at the crowd that was there, if somebody crapped on a desk, I'm telling you, it wasn't a Trump supporter. It was probably one of those feds that they had crawling all over the place.
7: They didn't uh, let the um, National willing, Guard in because to that never would have happened. i do doubt on that one. That's the only one I'm willing to even even give the value Yeah, well, I don't, I don't think that's appropriate,
8: and I don't go along with that. So I agree with you so, there. If somebody crapped on the on, the, on a desk... Then they ought to get their ass kicked. You don't, you don't crap on our stuff. That's the people's house. Who the hell you think you are? But well, let
0: me do this. Most of
7: the people stayed inside the our, We have our guest. We have our guest coming up in uh, in about ten, twelve minutes. I want to get broccoli man out of the way real quick so that we don't have to stop for it later. Sure, let's do it. All right. Let me know when you're ready. I, I sent it to you. Okay. Yeah, it's playing a commercial. Three, two, one. So this one is called uh, Ready to Remove Brandon, and you have the millennials in here.
8: All right. I'm ready when you are.
7: All right. So all these videos can be found on Rumble.com. Just look up Broccoli Man. There are hundreds of episodes. Please check it out. This one's called Ready to Remove Brandon. Uh, Countdown is on. Three, two, one.
4: I am so done with Brandon, he is too white for me, and Hems is too old. It was pretty funny when he got off the stage and he was shaking hands with the air.
10: I hate when he tells people to vote for Trump if they ask him a question. Maybe we want to vote for someone who is black.
4: I hate them as going to let Kamala Harris Bees as the first black lady to be his president. I hope they'll let Michael Robinson Obama be president. We need to have the first trans person to be your president.
10: Michael Robertson Obama is such a nice lady.
4: I heard all something dark as coming in from the Mexico border. Them's are the now in put on city council so them's can make more illegals to get legal status.
10: That is totally fair. We need to remove white people from society. Them's are too racist.
4: I know, right? I am so white as black people are finally able to take over America.
10: I was so happy that Trump got sued by LaTisha James for $351 million. Hems lied and said his Mar-a-Lago property was worth $400 million, but the judge said it was only worth $18 million. He should be is arrested also for the fraud.
4: Trump should be arrested just for breathing. I hate everyone that thinks it is a good idea to vote for him.
10: I thinks everyone who is not black should bees is arrested and place in FEMA camps. It is too bad FEMA camps do not exist.
4: I know. It's that racist broccoli dude. He don't understand our race. This something doctor just rips and suck. He is just upset that my birthing partner is trying to get me pregnant. No cap.
10: I want to punch hems and hems ball sack for beesing too much and not beesing LGBTQPHS plus.
4: I heard that proof negative said Michael Robinson Obama should get arrested for mail fraud. It was not they's fault when Big Mike's junk was sloshing that one time on the show. I hate when that happens to me.
10: This green Jones is too racist to vote for Michael Robinson Obama. Tim will only vote for white people.
3: Actually, I am supporting Vivek Ramansvamya and Tim Scott. Neither of them are white but what is important is they support our Constitution.
4: Bleepy, they bigot. Them boys matches ain't even
3: black.
10: That's Malik. Them's ain't even black. They like Trump, so they ain't even black.
3: Please, tell me how that works. Your skin color changes if you vote for a certain person? Is that how Michael Jackson changed skin color?
4: You need to take that back right now and also put a scam on that face.
10: That's why I hate white peoples. They have to put race into everything. Not like us black people who are oppressed always by them.
4: Yeah. We would all be is a lot better off if we separated peoples by skin color. This dude is probably thinking about how he can arrest us for talking about black.
3: Hey Mike. You know we can all see you, right? You are as white as Joe Biden.
4: Hey, something bucker. You take that back right now and you best put a scam on that face. I'm tired of this green gens arresting me for showing my junk to the kids.
3: Malik, there is one way you cannot get arrested for showing children your junk. Stop showing kids your junk.
4: That was very generous of you. I would you like it if I glued my ball sack to the GMO drive-thru again and protest at climate change? Yeah, and I'm going to take a wizard and an electric fence to protest the National Guard doing border patrol.
3: Oh please. You guys do ahead and do that. Have fun with that.
4: If you were a good human being, you would listen to all the globalists and eat Z-Bugs. You would also lose nothing. Yeah. That's why Brandon made it legal to sleep in the tent on the street, so he does not owns anything.
10: I am still allowed to have an apartment, because I is black.
4: Yeah, we makes a lot of fat stacks because we get a black people's stipend. At least I get a stipend for releasing a trans.
3: Mike, the people in the back want to know why if you are black, you do not qualify for a stipend for black people. Was there something wrong? What stops you from making all that money?
4: Listen here you racist fool. You needs to shut up thick that face.
10: That's why I does not let Mike or any white peoples in my whip. I never let any white peoples in my car because white peoples bees is too racist. And because I is black, I can go into any store I want and just walk out with anything that is less than $1,200. I need my full finger discount.
4: You don't believe how much I stole the China March yesterday. Even though I make 5 million a year from the Blacks type and I ain't finna waste my monies on buying stuffs. If the law says I can steal ish, then I am finna steal all the ish. Malik, when you steal all the ish, it makes my ovaries get ready to make my eggs swim. Can you please run out to my dress and help me get pregnant? I would rather do it right on the side of the 405 freeway and rush out traffic. It is legal as long as we are trans.
10: Fanny Willis should not be that in trouble for cheating on her mans and then taking money from Brandon to arrest Trump. Them's are just going after Fanny Willis for beezing black.
4: I am so happy that a California Democrat wants to change the minimum wage to $50 an hour. Just think of how many things people can afford. Yeah. All these young kids clipping burgers and then going out to buy the Lambo.
3: You do realize that if wages go up five times in value, the cost of living will also go up. It might even go up six or seven times because everyone else will know you are making money. Also, lots of businesses would close because that minimum wage would mean less employees. Or sometimes no employees.
4: Then if they do not want to pay it, they should shut down. It is only fair that these business pay their employees.
10: That is why Go gets a four-finger discounts. Anyone that owns a company should pay that I share. I get mine's fair and square because I is black.
4: If you ain't work, we will make you go broke. That's right, Malik. I can't wait to go home and make some cash money by doing a webcam on only trans.
3: Hey, everyone. I do hope you are making sure you, your friends, and your family is not going woke. It is liberal policies that fail countries. Educate yourself. Please check out the Proof Negative radio show. Proof is on weeknights 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern Time. That is 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. Proof has on great guests, excellent co-hosts, and all the news you need to know about. Go to freedomizeradio.com and click on Listen Live. You can also go to the schedule on freedomizerradio.com and check out the other freedomists sharing lots of truth. freedomizerradio.com
4: I would never go to freedomizerodio.com and definitely never ever go to the proof negative radio show. He thinks there are only two genders and only females can get pregnant. He also does not support democrat policies and is against microchips and the new world order. He even thinks Florida is bad for you and that communism sucks.
8: <laughs> that was good. Pro- yeah, that was a good one. Put a lot of stuff in there.
7: I right.
8: Yeah, you do a good job on those. I like broccoli, man. Yeah,
7: So oh, man, now we know how Michael Jackson changed skin color. <laughs> <laughs> right? so uh, so, with that though, uh just real quick, our guest is ready to come on, but they are serious about trying to do a fifty dollar an hour minimum wage so that people can afford to buy stuff that, that yeah. That's what a Democrat Congressman wants to do.
8: Well, they don't realize cause and effect you have a fifty dollar an hour minimum wage, then you're gonna have to charge fifty dollars for a burger if you got a burger joint. Who's going to pay 50 bucks for yeah. a burger? And how long are you going to have that place? You know, the, the guy there on Barclay Man said if they can't afford to pay $50 an hour, they should shut down. Well, how does shutting down businesses create jobs? They
7: don't think... Especially when they don't know how to grow their own food.
8: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you keep shutting down jobs, and nobody's going to be making money. And you'll have, you know... No wage. Zero dollars an hour.
7: Yeah, you'll get your universal basic income though.
8: From who? If are closing down uh, all the businesses, people aren't <laughs> gonna be paying taxes. How they gonna pay taxes?
7: Hey, uh, I, I'm not a liberal so I don't know I don't know the math on that.
8: Yeah, everything runs on people working. If you're not working, nothing runs. You don't have any money on New York finds out.
7: Yeah, well, they're I getting believe- $10,000 uh, a month before, uh, for being an illegal in New York, so I guess that works. So let me, uh, let me go ahead and bring my guest in here. Uh, okay. Daphne and I go uh, way back. I believe we met in 2008 when we uh, volunteered for the Ron Paul campaign. And uh and she used to come to our Freedomizer conferences when we had them here. And uh it's it's always a pleasure to talk to Daphne. Uh thank you for joining us today. Hi, Welcome nice in, to
1: Daphne.
8: Be here with you.
1: Hello, hello.
8: Hello, thank you for coming
9: in.
7: <laughs> so, yeah, I uh I, I don't know how we didn't talk sooner and I saw your name in the InfoWars story. And I'm like, wait, why haven't I talked to Daphne?
1: So (laughs) I I apologize for
7: falling off the map.
1: No, it's fine. I mean, look, life's been crazy. So we all are just trying to get by, but it's nice to reconnect. It's been a minute since we've been, you know, talking.
7: Yeah. So So talk to us here. You you had no intention of voting for the primary. Were you you wanting to go to the caucus too or instead or or just not do a thing?
1: I mean, honestly, this is the first time since I turned 18 that I didn't vote. I mean, to me, the primary, you know, obviously was a waste of time. And then you had the caucus. And I just was feeling very lukewarm about the whole situation. So I just stayed home. But then my girlfriend posted that she went and checked on the Secretary of State's website because she was curious about what her ballot status was. And it came up that her mail-in vote ballot had been counted. And so she was encouraging us all to check. So then I'm, like, you know, messaging all of my groups, like, hey, everyone, check your stuff. And I put a Facebook post up. And everyone was coming back with, like, these really strange anomalies. Yeah, me too, me too, me too, me too. So one of my good friends, Sean Meehan from up north, was like, all of you guys should write the media and your legislators and the Secretary of State and the Department of Elections and complain because this is not okay. And I completely agreed with him, so I did. You know, it took me a whole five minutes. And then um, I was surprised. I only got one response back, even though I emailed my legislators, too, which is, like, really terrible that you can't even respond to your, you know, constituent. But um, so the girl from RJ, did. she wrote me back, and she was like, hey, do you mind if I call you? And I was like, no, not at all. So she called me, and we talked for, like, ten minutes. And and I, but I explained to her as well, I mean, the quote that she put in there was like really weak I, I, because we had a decent conversation about it all. But, you know, there's a lot of problems. It's not just that our voter registration history is messed up on the website. You know, my husband was also flagged that he had voted by mail in 2020. Well, he did not. Or my friend who moved to New Mexico two years ago got two ballots mailed to him in New Mexico, and he also when he checked has also had his mail in ballot counted um you know w- there's windows on the envelopes when you get your mail in ballot that have you know either a blue or red dot that you can see from the outside so it clearly shows whoever's handling ballots this is a democratic ballot or this is a republican ballot by the little window with the code with the color code why why is that um You know, and obviously, I'm sure all of your listeners and you are completely aware of the mess that we have witnessed in the last two major elections here in Nevada. I've been here my whole life. And the last two major elections, you know, we're all sitting around being made fun of and memes across the world because we can't even figure out what our vote tally is for like a week. And that's not acceptable. And that doesn't leave anybody in the electorate feeling comfortable that, I mean, I I remember the last election, my girlfriend who had formerly been a Democrat and she had switched to Republican and she convinced her 47-year-old boyfriend to vote for the first time in his entire life. And so he did. He voted, you know, and then he felt like his vote was completely wasted because of all the shenanigans nobody feels comfortable with these mail-in ballots. And there was a reason why they were illegal. And there's a reason why ballot harvesting was illegal. And there's a reason why the Democratic legislature and scummy Steve Sisolak made it legal. I mean, you know, and so now we're all just living in this weird Banana Republic post-COVID trauma event watching it all burn. And it's like... Do we even bother voting? Like, I just feel like at this point I'm, like, following in the steps of all of my, you know, libertarian friends who eventually make it down to the end of the road where you're like, I'm just an anarchist and I don't care anymore and I'm opting out of the whole system because it's a joke. It's, it doesn't – none of I'll, this means I'll, anything. I'll give
7: my professional opinion on that, Daphne, uh, and uh, Joanne, if you want to co-sign with me, that, that's fine. But the way I look at it, and from what it's been explained to be uh and Mike Lindell went into this when he did that uh that that uh, press conference a few years back that if the election is close, they could steal it, and there's up to fifteen percent that uh, if it's over fifteen percent then there there's too many to uh, they they can't steal it so what if if it's close they they can they can take it if it's a blowout they won't be able to, they don't have enough bullets so
1: that's interesting
9: while i
7: while i believe that that it's like the democrats have a have a head start but it, with with this economy and this president i believe that you have to vote in the in the 2024 because I think there's a potential for a blowout, and if a lot of people stay home, Trump will win, but can he win with the cheating, or does he lose because he only won by seven points, so they'll, they'll win by 14?
9: Mm.
1: <laughs> I mean, you know, if, if, if that's the situation, then yeah, I mean, you know, we will probably vote for Trump but i also
7: so, feel so like do you want to co-sign with me on that or do you have your own
8: thoughts well i'm yes i i want to co-sign on that we have to do something you know daphne you got to get in touch with um probably true the vote i think that that would be who you should call first because they're the ones that are all over it and they okay. might be able to yeah, I really think you should get Catherine Engelbert is her Engelbert is her name.
7: like right. I I would, I would also say is if you get a hold of Tom Rens, Tom Rens is a uh, is on my Facebook as well. I hear him on a lot is of interviews. i curious
9: to see
1: if you know, I mean and, and I told I called the R J reporter out a little bit in the sense that they had already kinda of run a story when by the time I talked to her at like ten o'clock in the morning. That like oh we're addressing it it's a it's a software glitch and all this and that and we're implementing it's always the software. a software glitch
7: that that can't be fixed. I mean just, I knew they were going like to say that with right Lake, with the 19 inch yeah. ballots.
1: Oh it's a software glitch nothing to worry about it doesn't affect the election mm-hmm. and I told the reporter I'm like they're gaslighting us.
9: If you guys are openly really yeah.
6: admitting to
1: the press, like, oh, we didn't even know this was a problem until this morning, Monday morning, and then you're putting out a press release saying, but don't worry, it has nothing to do with the election outcome. And mind you, I acknowledge that the primary here, like, it's not even a consequential election to fuss about. But I'm yeah, like, but it's you the have fact to that they had the
8: audacity to do that.
1: Yeah, and it's exactly. not a
8: glitch. A, a computer has to be programmed. A computer only knows what the programmer tells it to know. It doesn't make glitches. Yeah, they're glitches. around
1: pointing fingers right now. Oh, it was the county. Oh, it was the software. Oh, I mean, we'll see like what what the end excuse is. I'm not sure. I mean, no. Well, tell them you're like, not I an think... idiot. Tell <laughs>
8: them you're not an idiot. The computer has to be programmed to make that type of a switch. There's no way right. it does it on its own. They're not independent. But thinking. here's
7: the, the thing, th- though, with that, is that I can understand a software glitch if you chose none of the above and you accidentally and it accidentally gave you Nikki Haley. The fact that you did not vote means that your vote should not even be in the equation. Exactly. exactly. If your vote was somewhere on the board, you could say, okay, there might have been a mix-up, but you can't just take votes that, didn't happen and throw them in and say that was a software glitch that that's impossible right right,
1: well, and like I said, my husband and, and several other people reported back to me that they even had on their history that they mail ballot voted for twenty twenty which they did not, so it's kind of right. like, okay, has this been an ongoing issue, and because you know every citizen wasn't aware that they needed to go check you know because the secretary of state is, you know, not running their shit properly that to make sure your stuff is right. I mean, it's, and I mean, and even going back to remember in 2020, like the whole, you got to go cure your votes to go check. And if this and that, you got to go cure your votes. I mean, there was like a laundry list of things that are just not right. They don't make anyone feel comfortable i don't think people really have faith anymore and i mean we all saw what happened in 2020. i mean all of us sat there and watched it unfold before our eyes and then we had like we were completely gaslit like that we're all just being drama queens that they stopped counting the votes i mean for the first time in history turned the tv off like oh we'll get back to you guys later you know, and and we all saw all of the reports coming in of them boarding up the counting rooms and yep. the videos of the suitcases and, and all the things. And so it's kind of like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I mean, we've gone through so much craziness in the last few years. Like, I don't even know what to think anymore. It's just, it doesn't and feel good. And they keep good. us from talking
8: like to each other. Because oh, yeah, they want the us censorship. to think that we're the only one that feels that way.
1: When oh, yeah. I mean, I just got out of Instagram jail today. <laughs> you know? Yeah, they,
8: they don't want us talking among ourselves.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Because they... And then, you know, I mean, it, it, just all of it. It just all just makes me feel like, what's going on? How do we fix it? And then our politicians are so corrupt, and it's it's like... Can it be fixed? I I, I don't know. You know, I, I don't know. I was just talking to my dad today because he called me. He's like, oh, so you're, are you, were you quoted in the RJ? And I was like, yeah. I, I called, I emailed them. I was like, what is going on here? And so he's like, you know, this is, this is really bad. You know, this is, I don't think it can be fixed because they also are flooding our state being one of them. You know, these few swing states, they flood it with all this money and all these people, and we're all being told, well, we just got to get with the game. You know, we just got to go out there and bribe people and steal ballots and, and take ballots from old people and do what the Democrats do. If we want to compete on one hand, like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess if this is the rules that we're given, this is the game that we're playing, but it's just really sad and pathetic to me that we're all being lowered now to the standard where, Instead of doing things the right way, we all have to lower ourselves to the wrong way to try to compete with crooks, criminals, and thieves. And and, right. and that, to me, is just really, really sad. You yeah, they're,
8: they're turning us all into criminals one way or another, too. Well, the,
7: yeah. the you thing don't... is, though, is that they, they know that we all think that way. And that we're we're too highbrow for that stuff, so they'll come in and do it because they know that we're not going to compete with that. We're we're not we're not going to steal votes, so they will. No, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. We have ethics and moral standards, so it's like okay. Yeah, I they think will... that's
8: cute. Totally ineffective. Yeah, like you. my we'll... girlfriend got five
1: <laughs> ballots last election because she lived in an apartment and they don't clear out the board, the voter rolls. And she could have easily filled out those and turned them in. Instead, she called the Secretary of State's office and was like, hey, I received all these ballots. These people don't live here. And we all saw the videos of the post, even the post officers. Like, you know, I think Project Veritas did a thing where they had post officers, you know, giving ballot harvesters, like, tons of extra ballots because they knew those people didn't live at those addresses anymore. I mean, it's so gross. It's so disgusting. And I just, it makes my heart break because I've lived here my whole life. And it's like, sometimes I'm like, are we going to have to abandon ship? You know, I mean, are we going to have to leave this state, my hometown? Because it's so, it's gone down the toilet and it's only going to get worse. You know, I mean, the other day I was in my mom's neighborhood at the Target I've been going to my whole life. They had all of the aisles locked up in those plastic cabinets. I, she wanted me to grab her some toothpaste and vitamins, and I had yeah. to go ask somebody to unlock them. I was like, oh, girl, this wow. is not a good sign. And this is, like, a, this is Section 10, like, Saharan Rainbow. It's a nice neighborhood, all custom homes, and their Target is locked up for toothpaste. I'm like, ooh, this is not good. Come <clears> this
8: Target
7: the one on Spring Mountain and Rainbow?
1: Yeah. And that was totally okay. new. I was like, and I asked the guy, I'm like, when did they do this? And he was like, oh, was like, you know, a few weeks ago. And I was like, oh. Because
7: uh, yeah, we went well, uh, to Burlington the... Coat Factory on Sunday, Sunday or Monday. And uh, they only have one door to go in and out of. And the security guard stands right there and opens the door for you. The, the shelves are halfway filled, half empty. And, and there's only one way into every section of the store. it's just really weird i i, I couldn't get what oh yeah i've been seeing right that out.
1: too oh yeah because this is we're going to become california part two and i'm like my parents and my husband's parents are still alive so for at least as long as they're alive we will stay here but part of me is like you know i always got like an eye out when we're traveling you know like looking around like maybe because part of me thinking, like, I don't, like, we went to Virginia to clean out my grandma's house. She had passed away. And in that neighborhood, in this small town in Virginia, you could literally leave the car keys in the car. Nobody robs anybody. And I, I'm like, I'm the kind of person I've been in Vegas for 48 years, where I literally check my, I check my six when I'm like unloading my groceries. Like, that's just habit. That's just, you know what I mean? Like, We've gotten to that place now where we're conditioned to, like, be aware of your surroundings. Like, make sure you know the exits. Like, what? Like, I mean, and it's like, wouldn't it be nice to live in a community? Like, my daughter went to school in the University of Wyoming. They left their doors open. I'm like, Hannah, you're driving me crazy. They leave the doors open. They leave the keys in the car. Like, nobody cares about anything because they know that nothing's going to happen. And I'm like, oh. Sometimes I dream about living in a community where people actually trust each other and are kind, and they don't rob their neighbors.
7: <laughs> but I will tell you though, our, our our one thing, our one thing here that that makes it not as bad as it could be, is that Carolyn Goodman and Oscar Goodman are, are independents now, and they can't stand Governor Schitzak when he was here, and they they are not Democrats. If we had a uh, a communist mayor, like in Chicago or New York, oh, th- this would be, We're this gonna would be done. We're going to get
1: one, though. Mayor Goodman is termed out, and Congress, uh, or city councilman Cree is coming in behind her, and he's the kind of person that if you don't give him money, he won't help you. He won't talk to you. He shakes everybody down for money, and he is being groomed to be our next mayor, and it's going to be a problem.
7: I was going to say I know Shelley Berkley is also running, and that's terrible news as well. I I don't know enough about Victoria Seaman. I'd like to see if I can get her on the show.
1: Yeah, that would be great. I mean, Victoria, you know, it's I mean,
9: she's she's
1: I don't know why, but no, like she's not getting the support that she should be getting as the only Republican running. So it kind of makes me like, hmm, like what's going on here? Because she has put her hat in the ring, so I don't, I don't know what's going on with that. The
7: um, only, but the one thing that that she might have going for her is that if the other candidates that are strong are Republican, they could carry her. But it, she's not, she's not doing well right now. Joanne and, and Daphne, I need like three minutes or so. So if you two can talk, I'll be right back.
1: Yeah, no worries, no worries. Oh, no,
8: not a problem. Go ahead. Yeah, so, Daphne, we, you know, we, we got to do something. I really feel bad about what you're saying. But all, like, the targets in the city, they have all had to go out of business. So the people that were destroying the target stores in the city have now had to go to the outskirts. And yeah. that's what's going on. These stores can't afford to stay open. No, well, I
1: didn't realize until I guess that happened, and then I didn't realize that Sisolak had also upped, like California, the amount of, uh, for it to be a felony for shoplifting.
8: Yeah, well, that's absolutely ridiculous. Stealing is stealing. So I'm
1: like, okay, that's why we're getting this, because we're starting to get the mob slash shoplifting and all that stuff.
8: Mm hmm And that's how businesses will flee from a state when you do stupid things like that. You know, these politicians do stupid things like that. They don't want to fight crime. They don't have the cops. They don't have the manpower. So instead of hiring more cops, they're going to cater to the illegals, and they're just going to up the ante. So they're just going to decriminalize things that should still be criminal. You know, you yeah. shouldn't steal. You shouldn't rob people. You shouldn't rob stores. If you can't afford to pay for it, I'm sure you could get somebody to help you. There's yeah. enough agencies around. If, I mean, you're not going to go hungry. And, you know, there's this, you just don't steal. It. People used no. to have integrity. Used to have morals. You know, they knew that that's not what you do. Used to get in trouble I know, for we that. We got
1: lost. We got lost somewhere along the way. Yeah. And it's uh, it's tragic, you yeah, know. Even little children. When it, we were,
9: it,
1: it, in, uh, we were in Germany this summer, and we went to this giant, like, festival. It was a big outdoor festival that they hold every two months. Or no, once two months in the summer and two months in the winter. And it's free. So you go, we walk up to this festival, and it's, like, got food trucks and tents and circus acts and music and all this stuff and vendors and the entire festival, first of all, everyone rode up on bikes, right? And then you go in, they don't pat you down. There's no clear bags. There's no uh, wanding to go in. You just walk into the festival. So we went into the festival, and when you go to your food truck or you go get to get a beer, they get everything was glass, even from the food truck. My bowl was glass. I had a fork. And they give you this wow. little chip, and it's worth a euro or two. And when you're done with your food, you take it back to the kitchen and they give you your euro back. And it was the most interesting thing to see because I'm like, there's no trash. There's no trash. And everything is just given back and everything's glass and there's no shenanigans. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like thinking in the States, could we do something like this? No, because we have idiots who will break the beer bottle and stab somebody in the head and like... Or whatever the case may be. I, I'm like, we can't even go to a basketball game without getting, you know, wanted these days. And I just, I'm like, are we, have we lost the civilized side of our society? I mean, yeah,
9: other people are
1: doing it differently, you know? Yeah, my daughter lives up in the we got to stop right up with it.
8: You know, people yeah, have well, to take the streets back. Yeah, well, let me tell back. you this
1: story. So, my daughter is married to a Hungarian girl and they were living here with us when they got done with college. But yeah. because her student visa was running out, they had to leave and now they live in Austria. So we bring students from around the world and we pay for them to have a free education here. Cause my husband also had a kid from Canada and they, he was, you know, golfer. And, and we pay for them to be educated, and when they want to stay here and work, when they're done with their education, we kick them out. Yeah,
8: see, those are the immigrants but we do want. if you're want.
1: a gang member and you want to roll over on the border and bring God knows what with you, cool, cool, cool. We'll give you 10 Gs and a place to live. Yeah, and a quartet for 10 years from now. Yeah. So my daughter is now living in a different country across the world because her wife, who they are legally Not married... Not only that, but you, has, I mean,
8: your daughter-in-law is educated, so she yes. would be benefiting society. That's the type of immigrant yes. we want.
1: Yes. And my son or my husband, you know, his protege, he had groomed this kid for four years. He's from Canada. And his wife was Taiwanese, and they were both educated at UNLV on scholarship. So we paid for their education. They were student athletes which those are the best kids. They do their stuff whenever you need them to finish me. I mean, they're just on it, you know? And it's the same thing. They had to leave during the pandemic and go live in Taiwan because they they can't get a work visa. But then we're letting literally millions of random criminals come over across the border. I mean, it's so absurd right now. I mean, it's unbelievable.
8: Well, I mean, you should have your, I don't you should even have your know daughter across the it. border from Mexico into California. We
9: live in I large, know. Now. That's
1: what i I'm like, that's what I was said, right? Like, isn't this sad, you know? And then they moved to Austria and my daughter applies for a visa there. And they're like, sure, you can stay here for eight years or whatever it is. You know, it's like, what's going on here? Something is really, really wrong. But, I mean, try doing that in any other country where you just roll over. You're just going to just show up at the doorstep. I mean, we went to China in 2019 right before the pandemic. And let me tell you, nobody's just rolling into China. You can't just roll into China like no papers. Like, I'm just coming here. I'm just going to squat in your country. It doesn't work like that. But then they call you racist if you're like, wait a minute, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're not vetting anyone. We're not vetting anyone coming over the border right now. Like, What's going on here? This is not good. And you know ah. what's really interesting in China is that there was there was no homeless people. Um, but they had the level of surveillance that only is when I was wa- I was walking around and there's cameras everywhere looking at you. The only thing yeah. you think of is the only place I've seen this many cameras is our country. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, there's a camera on every
8: street corner, every traffic light.
1: Yes, and have you noticed, I've noticed that there's those portable police cameras being set up in parking lots everywhere now, too. Yeah. So we have one on the corner now down the street at our CVS, but just driving around town in general, like, Mm -hmm. I've noticed them popping up everywhere, and I'm thinking to myself, why are the cops dropping off these monitoring systems all over town? Is it yeah, because crime is is their way? Yeah, like appeasing, like business owners, like okay, we'll drop a, we'll drop this off over in your neighborhood, or like what you know, because you know we don't get the real news here in Las Vegas. Like my husband no. and I have joked about it for years. Like you get all the, the fluff pieces, but we don't actually get. The crime statistics, like what's actually going on in our in our town, because they don't yeah, want scary no, stories. It's
8: fairy tale. They're telling everybody. Mm-hmm. None of it. None of it's true. And, yeah, and if it is, it's only a slight bit of truth, and the rest is just thrown in there for the fluff.
1: Mm, exactly.
8: Yeah, so, Las Vegas. You guys are getting your share of displaced liberals out of California.
9: I you know. know
8: I hear people say, you know, I used to vote Democrat all the time, and I voted for Newsom, and I voted for Pelosi, and now they've turned their back on the the state, so I'm getting out of here. So instead of staying there and fighting and changing, you're going to flee, and you're going to leave those people holding the bag for what you voted for.
9: And now they're they're going to go over to Las Vegas. What are they going to do? They're going
8: to vote more
1: Democrats there? Mm -hmm. Right. But, I mean, even, like, honestly, like, don't get me wrong. I understand that Governor Lombardo vetoed a lot of really devastatingly terrible bills. And I am thankful that he's our governor. But for me, like, we were fighting for this health freedom bill for parental consent that he signed last year that I feel like was a bargaining chip for that stupid baseball stadium. And that's the kind of stuff that makes me just feel like, what is the point of all of us? So I've been in the Republican party my whole life and I've been active for over 10 years and I've been on the resolutions committee and I went to the convention and I, we worked and made these beautiful resolutions about parents' rights and medical freedom and all these things that we all care about so much, especially after the pandemic. And we work so hard to build all these bridges and relationships with all these people and go to these stupid meetings and do all these things for years on end. So I thought, uh-huh. okay, we have made all the right relationships. We have laid out all the solid arguments. There is no way that this man will turn on every single one of his supporters and sign this bill to allow them to medicate your children without parental consent. There is no way but he held out to the very end and they were haggling over that stupid baseball stadium. And the next thing you know, by surprise, surprise, he signs it. So now unbeknownst, because a lot of Nevada voters are not educated, unbeknownst to parents all over our state, your kid could possibly be vaccinated with HPV, Gardasil, or given birth control, or given a uh, black box, PrEP, HIV, preventative, quote-unquote, medication behind your back, and you would be none the wiser. And Joe Lombardo, along with the Democratic legislature, made sure that came true. And that, wow. that that made me so disgusted. I'm like, what is the point of us spending all this time and doing all these things and supporting all these candidates and they don't give a shit what we really think? They don't care about us. How are you going wow. to campaign on parental rights and sign the one key bill that strips parental rights away? Unbelievable. So I'm just like I said. I'm at a level right now of disgust that I Mm just I I just feel like I don't even know. I don't even know what to do with myself anymore. Like I don't even know why I care because nobody else cares. Like we spent hours and hours and hours. That's the thing.
8: People do care, but they feel powerless and how to change it. You know, and I too, I I switched to Republican when Trump was running in the primary, and. I was an independent up until then. We have closed primaries here in in Florida, so you have to be a Democrat or Republican to vote in their primary. So, you know, I skipped the primary, but I I did vote for the candidates in the general election. Um, But I got involved with the Republicans down here. And... You're right, they love these soirees You know, it's they always go to meetings They always have luncheons And they have out of town People come in and they have luncheons with them But they don't really do anything They're not out yeah. in the community They're not, you know It took this woman, Christine So we could have Trump rallies And then we would, we rented a bus And everybody chipped in This didn't come from the RNC This was totally separate and we all went to the Trump rallies, whether he was down in Fort Myers, or up in Tampa, or Sarasota. We went to all of them. And we rented mm-hmm. our own bus. The Republicans didn't do anything for him. When I first walked into that Republican office, I said, hi, I'm Joanne Moretti. I'm here to help support Trump. I want to volunteer. And they looked at me like, oh, another one supporting Trump? Because they all wanted right. Cruz at the time.
9: Mm. and
8: They didn't even have a Trump sign. But as Trump got more and more popular, they started to come around. There were still some real snooty ones. But they looked at you like you were a filth and swine if you were volunteering for Trump. But then other people would come in. And while I was standing there, I would say, so why, why do you want a Trump sign? Why are you voting for him? So the more people that come in looking for Trump signs and the more people that were questioned why the Real, the real snooty ones had to lighten up. Right. And they had to order the Trump yard signs and things. And they couldn't keep enough of them in stock, and that was infuriating them, too. Hey, cool. God Santa. bless
1: Florida. You guys, whatever you guys are doing, though, you're doing it right. Let me tell you, we, we came to your state several times during the pandemic just to have a, a sense of normalcy with our family. And, and the people of Florida, you know, they just weren't having it. And so I still say to this day, you know, if Florida would not have stood up during the pandemic and put pressure on the other red states to open up, we'd all still
8: be
0: locked down.
8: <laughs> yeah, well, you got to figure the demographics down here. The people who are engineers and doctors and biologists and military retirees, they all retire to Florida. So yeah. we have a lot of very, very intelligent and very strong people, very Good. patriotic people down here.
1: I might be moving you
8: there. <laughs> yeah, well, this is people's mothers and fathers and grandfathers and, you know, your, your uncle who was a colonel and your aunt who was an army nurse. And they're all retired here.
9: Oh, and yeah, we have family
8: attention. retired in
1: Florida. Yeah.
8: Yeah.
1: FBI, pay- you know.
8: hmm well, they pay close attention because everybody wanted to come to Florida, and we are a freedom-loving state, and we do have a state constitution, and no mandate is legal here. Mm-hmm. They can't mandate you to do anything here, and these veterans, other than Phoenix, Arizona, we have the highest concentration of retired military veterans right here in Florida.
1: I love it. I love
8: yeah, it. Yeah, so... If you can get here, get yeah. here. And Girl, you we, know
1: I've been looking on the Zillow. <laughs> the only thing I'm, like, worried about is, like, the bugs. I'm like, you guys do you guys do have those bugs, you know? Yeah, we, we do like have bugs. But bugs. everybody's got
8: bugs. We just, us are just a little bigger. But they're under control. Yeah. I live on the west coast of Florida. I don't live on the east coast. It's all madness okay. over there. Yeah, it's all yeah. touristy. But over this side, it's all nice communities. Good. The people here year-round are snowbirds that they come and stay for long periods of time. It's not transients over here that's not all touristy and stuff. Up in Tampa, you have a lot of tourists. But where I am, we have a lot of residents. Why?
1: one thing i about, though, why, why didn't they stop the GMO mosquito release in Florida?
8: I don't know.
1: I, yeah, that was the one thing that, that was, shocked me. Because we were in Key West uh, and we, all I've we got friends it. that are out there. Well, it was sold
8: uh, a bill of goods. DeSantis never would have signed that. It, no, but you know, Bush—I don't know—he was yeah. a good governor, but he was wishy-washy yeah. and a pushover.
9: Um, yeah.
8: DeSantis, no, he's—he's he's a hardcore little fighter. And we like our governor. He's not going to be president, and he shouldn't have run this time, and he should yeah. have sat this one out and would have been a shoe in next time. But that's all right. He can rebuild. Um, yeah. He took money
1: from the he wrong people. But he's
8: making good decisions here.
1: Yeah, you guys are really lucky. I mean, yeah, and but that's I guess what I mean. Our as governor my would be like that. You know, our governor, He he's just too wishy-washy. Yeah, our governor. You know, you not know push over. the deals with Democrats, I mean, it's like, come on. You know, it's just, uh, like I said, the parental rights bill, like, just really, I was like, what is happening here? Yeah, right well, now? you know,
8: the, these wishy-washy Republicans, they say, oh, well, we're going to meet the Democrats halfway, and, you know, we want to reach across the aisle. If someone's trying to destroy your country, why do you want to reach across the aisle to them?
9: Yeah. You know, that's like
8: Hamas is screaming, death to Israel. And Biden's, well, can you meet him halfway? It's just stupid. No, you can't meet him halfway. Yeah. It's either okay or it isn't. There's no talking about it, and it's only half bad, so, you know, we'll just hold our nose and vote for the other half. No, we won't. We don't want the bad stuff. And we pass clean bills down here. And I'm very, I very I promise lucky. you, I'm yeah. not
7: holding my nose and voting for Trump. I'm a happy Trump uh, voter.
8: <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not holding my nose and voting for Trump. I'm supporting Trump. I've been supporting Trump since he come down the escalator.
1: He's uh, the one person." The bone I have to pick with Trump. The only bone I have to pick with him, you know, because my main focus at this point in time is health freedom. Is yeah, like I wish. I wish, I wish, I wish that he would just own up that he should have, like, stood firmer against Fauci and Burke and and Gottlieb and said, no. You know, I think he he learned
7: his lesson, but but this is from what I have with the radio show here. There's a ton of people out there that are going to vote for Robert Kennedy strictly because of the, the gene therapy issue. And I think that's the wrong way to look at it I'm, Kennedy is I good on like two Robert things Kennedy. He's great on health, freedom And he's good against the war <laughs> yeah, Everything else, know, he's Trump, a liberal
8: Trump could come out and say I made a mistake trusting those people And I'm not a doctor, I'm a developer So yeah. I had to rely I on the information was. that I was given This guy's the top of the job He's the highest paid yeah. federal employee You figure he'd you know what he was talking about and then when things were sluggish and they were saying, oh, we need ventilators, he got General Motors to make ventilators. They make cars. Yeah, he did. You know, so he thought he needed ventilators and he got them.
9: Yeah. So, you know, I he, he could he would, own up I to just it
8: just and say, look, I, I, I now, did the wrong thing, all. but for the right reason.
1: Yeah. I actually went to the Kennedy rally here and I was talking to some old friends. And it was actually a really interesting crowd because it really was a lot of true independence. And I was talking to a friend of mine who's a data analysis person, and he actually told me that the independents that are going to vote for Kennedy traditionally break blue. Right. Yeah. So as much as everyone is so fearful on the right about Kennedy, um, it actually favors Trump. Yeah. And I thought, oh, that's interesting because I actually would have thought the opposite. Um, But he's like, that's just the numbers. And talking to people that were there, we kind of see that they're kind of like old school Bernie people or um, stuff like that. Yeah, I I believe that. It was an interesting crowd, so I'm really glad I went. I do admire Kennedy a lot. Um, I think he's got a lot of really good things to talk about and to say, and I hope that the things that he cares about, that his supporters care about, are brought into the fold going forward if Trump is elected. Because you have to remember, Trump was going to bring RFK into the administration when he first got elected, And he was going to do a whole vaccine safety review. And then Bill Gates met with Trump and was like, oh, no, 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 no. You can't do that. Don't do that. That's terrible. I mean, there's video of Bill Gates talking about this whole, like, interlude with Trump. And then all of a sudden Trump did. He's like, totally ghosted RFK. And I'm just thinking, like, why would you listen to Bill Gates? He's, like, the worst of the worst. Right. And I'm not saying that Trump's not human, and that maybe he would well, come to see sure the of some learned. of the mistakes. Yeah, you know, like but Trump, Trump gets
8: close to the enemy to feel them out too.
1: I know, I know. So that was one thing that I thought was really interesting. So people are like, "Oh, well, maybe he'll bring RFK in this time," but I'm like, I don't know. Like he ha- he literally brought him in last time. and was like, "Yeah, I want you to do all this stuff," and then as soon as Bill Gates, like was like, oh, no, you can't do that. Like, Trump backed off of it, and I'm like, hmm. You know, I, that's the kind of stuff that I, leaves me still a skeptic. Like, I, I still have my own skepticisms. Um, yeah. you well, know. yeah, you can't kind of trust. I wouldn't, don't trust anyone. But yeah, I'm like, ooh, I don't right know. Right now. Or even, like, look at Nikki Haley. He had her as, are you an ambassador? And look at her now. And, I mean, she's, like, Dick Cheney with heels on, and – John Bolton, um, Mike Pompeo, I mean, Fauci, Gottlieb. I mean, you know. Yeah, they were all stabbing him in the back. They did. They turned around and stabbed him in the back real quick. So, and, I mean, I just hope and pray. You know, who do you trust that in that, that, that position? He win, that he doesn't put himself in the same position. I think he, and I mean, I understand what they're doing to him. I mean, yeah, look at what they are doing to him. This New York oh, case. Yeah. That's, that's straight up absurd. persecution it's, now. That's not, that's not yeah.
8: normal stuff. That's persecution.
1: Yeah, it's ridiculous, and I completely agree with that. Like, it's absolutely absurd what they're doing to Trump. And then with yeah. RFK, they're denying him, even though his house has been broken into several times, yep. uh, a man whose arm tried to get into one of his rallies, you know, posing as a Fed. I mean, this is a Kennedy and your the Biden administration is refusing to let him have Secret Service, even though it's been offered to every single presidential candidate as long as you know since his father was assassinated. That's when it began, right? You know. Yeah, so and I I, I, that I heard that Trump was su-
8: was supplying him with security.
1: Yeah, it's I heard,
8: crazy. I heard it's, Trump it's pick crazy. up the tab for his security.
1: Oh, really? I had not yes. heard that. I know that he's got, like, G- Gavin yeah, Decker. Yeah, he says, I
8: know he's running for president, but, you know, if the guy's in danger, you can't let anything happen to him. So, you know, oh, yeah, he, he's he like u- crazy people security. in his house.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah. and it's like for the Biden administration to flippantly keep denying him security, and it's, you know, I, I mean, I don't even, he probably won't even get ballot access. I mean, and for me, I hope it's a wake-up call for Democrats. You know, that's what trips me out. It's like we all had our moments with Ron Paul when we got to see how the sausage was made and see how when we all I was in Miami in twenty twelve and, you know, they they don't even follow their own rules either, right? John Boehner's up there ignoring the calls for, you know, call to order, all the Roberts rules stuff that people were trying to nominate Ron Paul, he had met the threshold at the RSC uh-huh. convention in twenty twelve. And they wouldn't even seat his delegates, his duly elected delegates. I know. I mean, the so people the RNC from is Texas no better than the fucking... DC.
8: Oh, sorry. We, were, we, went to the con- we went to that RNC convention, and we went to Ron Paul's event the day before the
9: convention. Mm-hmm. Yes,
8: it was there. a great event. Yeah, and, and so that, that and was a good event. And,
6: we know, learned like said,
1: as Republicans, oh, wait a minute, they don't even follow their own rules. And then when you had the Bernie people get burned by Hillary Clinton cheating, they were like, whoa, wait a minute. Like, what? Oh, yeah, you guys finally got involved in politics and realized that it's all, like, crap. Yep. And so I feel like between both movements in the last decade, a lot of people have woken up to, like, everything that you thought was the way it was supposed to be is not the way it's yeah, supposed it's, to it's be.
8: nothing like that. And then – when they were stripping votes, Florida tried to move our primary, Florida or Michigan. We tried to go first in the lineup. And they stripped our votes because of it. The Democrats did.
9: So we wow. take
8: it to court, and the court decided that these parties are private entities, and they can run their primary anywhere they want to. Some parties don't even have a primary. They just nominate somebody, and that's who they put on the ballot. So the primary is only a beauty contest. They do not have to abide by their own rules
9: so Mm. they can
8: do whatever they want. It's the Mm -hmm. general election that counts. But,
9: you
8: know, Trump could take 100% of the vote, and if they don't want to give him that nomination at that convention, they don't have to.
1: I mean, that would be...
8: And I was there when they they did (laughs) Edmonton. When they denied Juan Paul, that Texas delegation got up furious. They were marching, literally marching with their Texas flag, bunches of them, up and down the streets of Tampa. I got all kinds of pictures of it. And they were livid. We were staged yeah. up at the um at the Hyatt in right in downtown Tampa.
1: And we and had looking, great- we said we were fighting against Mitt Romney. And it's so interesting, you know, I went to the state convention and made really good friends with all the people sitting in my section that were Mitt Romney supporters at the time. And it's so interesting to fast forward 10 years from now, from now and have all these people that I've now grown to become really good friends with because we're civilized and we were kind to each other, even though we didn't agree on who the nominee should be. And they have come to realize, wow, Mitt Romney is a total POS. I'm like, hmm Right. How we That's told you going. guys, but you would not listen. We, he is terrible. So at least there's been that awakening, like, you guys were right. And it was like, yeah, we were right. I'm not one of those people that wants to be like, yeah, we were right. We told you. But it's like, I mean, at some point, our track record is so strong. If one of us is saying something, you might want to perk your ears up because we kind of been paying attention for a while.
8: We've been right all along. Yeah. And yeah. people are noticing. But it has taken an awful long time for this wake-up. And not everybody's awake, you know. But I'll tell you, I'm I'm glad some people are. I'm glad black people are waking up. Because they're yeah. still abusing them. Even that Fanny Willis. You know, yeah. they all want to go after Trump. So they got the black check. And they gave her a lot of money. And she's got an ego. And she thinks she's Mrs. Cool Breeze. You know, and... She's a strong black woman and black this and black that. So they were like, okay, we'll let the black chick do it. Now it's all falling apart and it's all going to land on her.
1: Not the
9: people you who know, put it's her like they're afraid.
1: I think sometimes you speak out too. I was at a border of regents meeting in January because they, the, the legislative commission, so they had put the mandates for the vaccine for our universities right? But then the Legislative Commission met and it was six Republicans and six Democrats and the six Republicans held strong and repealed the mandate. So then at the next Board of Regents meeting, they were going to vote on whether or not to send this lofty letter to urge Steve Sisolak to do whatever he can in his power to re-implement these mandates. And so, you know, they all like the virtue signal and all this stuff. So I went and I called them out and I said, you know, the majority of people who are declining these uh, injections are in our minority communities. So what you guys are telling me right now, when you guys like to stand up on that soapbox and talk about equality and equity and access to education and all this bull crap that they like to espouse all the time. Right now you are telling me that you want to use a medical mandate to the minorities of the state of Nevada from having access to the least expensive higher education that they could possibly get. That's what I'm hearing. And there was one black woman on the board, and she heard what I was saying, and, and she echoed the sentiments in her comments, but then she still voted with all of them. And I thought to myself, girl, you need to stand up. I can't believe that you sat and regurgitated your concerns with mine. And then you were too scared to vote against party line, to stand up and say, you know what, I don't agree with this. And let me tell you, I went to that meeting early and I was sitting there quietly. Nobody knew who I was. There was barely any people there. It was 8 o'clock in the morning, and I'm sitting there listening, and they had all the presidents from all the universities across the state there. And they all came yeah. in. They are all, you know, giving each other high fives and talking about their Christmas break. I was listening to their conversations, and all of them were like, oh, yeah, the kids brought home COVID over Christmas. We all had COVID." So I sat there and listened to all the presidents of the universities, Brian Sandoval included, who was our pretend Republican governor before, and they all sat there and talked about swapped COVID holiday stories, and then sat there also and kowtowed that we should, yeah, somehow we should magically make this mandate reappear, even though we all know personally, from our own personal experiences, that this quote-unquote vaccine doesn't work. And it was the most absurd thing I've ever, I mean, I looked at Brian Sandoval in the eyes when I was giving him my statement, and I just thought, you're such a coward, Brian. Like, you have had COVID even though you've been vaccinated, and you're sitting here putting, we listened to testimony from up north um, during that hearing from a professor who was going to lose her job because she had only taken one of the vaccines, and she had been bleeding for six months. And she was pleading with them to keep her job, and she was like, I cannot take another. I have literally been bleeding for six months. I cannot do it, but I want to keep my job. And they still all voted for it. And then the audacity later on in the meeting for them to go on and on about how they're short of staff, I almost fell off my chair. Like, we're living in a crazy land, like crazy town. You guys are complaining my, my friends in Earth. about in that shortage, but you're firing all these people, some of them who have literal medical consequences over a vaccine mandate, when you all know in the first place, it doesn't even work. It's maddening.
8: Yeah, it, it doesn't work. It didn't stop you from getting sick. It didn't stop you from contracting no. or spreading it. So it's not no. a vaccine. Because a vaccine would have protected you from the disease. This doesn't protect you from anything. All it does is alter your DNA, you your part virus. But Mm -hmm. my friend who's a nurse in Massachusetts, she didn't want to get the shot. She had medical reasons, too. So she got fired from one of the most prestigious hospitals in Massachusetts. Unbelievable. Like you said, they were short-staffed.
1: So they had to hire
8: a temp agency. She went to work for a temp agency. They didn't make her get the vaccine. So sure enough, they put her right back in that hospital that fired her.
1: Uh, it's but crazy.
8: Yeah. She was working for the temp agency.
1: And, and she was making, making more, more money. money. Yeah, the yeah. travel nurses were making more money. Thanks. I mean, I sit on the streets of Las Vegas with our health care workers when they were doing their mandate march.
9: Because right.
1: mm-hmm. they were all seeing it. I got friends who are texts. They're like, "We are seeing the blood clots." All they're seeing it ground zero themselves, and they're like, well, "We don't want to take it," you know. And 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 they went through the whole pandemic working. So you got these people working these crazy hours and busting their buns, and then yep. now you're going to threaten their livelihood. I mean, it's. I just I'm like traumatized by what we've all been through because it's just. All of it is not okay, and and you had the worst of the worst come out in people, and they just all quietly wandered off into the sunset, but they need to stand with the rest of us now and say, you know what? I was wrong. I was scared. I was wrong. I stand with you guys now. I went to D.C. for the defeat the mandates march, and let me tell you, that was what scared them off because... It was a huge amount of people. And it was Democrats, Independents, Libertarians, Black, White, Chinese, Indians, you name it. It was the true representation of America. And it gave me chills to be standing at the National Monument with a crowd of real Americans who were like, I mean, there was one lady that was like, I'm backed and a Democrat and I still don't believe in this bullshit. And I thought to myself, this is the true patriots of our country. They came out here. We had to stay in Virginia because we couldn't even book a room in D.C. because they were requiring, requiring vaccine proof to stay at the hotel. Right. We all had to stay in Virginia across the river. And yep. it was a beautiful day. And I think that's when they knew the mandates were not going to hold because it was, it was across all lines. It was true Americans. Like, like there was no, like, Republican, Democrat, this, it was all of us saying, uh-uh, I don't think so. Firefighters, nurses, teachers, doctors, it, it was everybody, and we were out there standing there, and I met so many of those families who have lost loved ones, and let me tell you, when you look a father in the eyes who lost his only son, because he was told that he was doing the right thing by getting his teenage kid this fucking shot, and then his son dies in his sleep I mean I will never forget the look of that dad's eyes in my life I will, and I met Maddie DeGarry who was the girl who was in the Pfizer trial for the children who is now in a wheelchair with a permanent feeding tube I met her family you the look in her mother's eyes I mean you cannot forget the look yeah in her and the mother's
8: that. got to feel so guilty she thought she was saving okay, the kid and ended up doing the wrong thing,
1: thing. Yeah, yeah. she was like, I'll put my kid in the trial. <laughs> and then now yeah, she's like, oh, she was scared oh, the kid right. was going to die. They don't care about you. Yeah. Yeah. They wrote oh, them oh, off. And, that's and it what was they just did. like, it was yeah, unbelievable. They,
8: they scared people. Look at these airline pilots dropping dead in the sky now. You know, those elitists who went to the World Economic Forum and the Bilderberg and all that, they want unvaccinated pilots now. They're not even hiring these pilots that they mandated get these shots.
1: I'm friends with pirate, pilots that said no. And let me tell you, there's some scary stories out there, for sure. Like my one yeah, friend who's back, a pilot. In high like,
8: demand now.
1: Yeah, well, he said that, you know, some of these, co- these people that he's co-piloting with, they're not quite right anymore, health-wise. And they yeah. did lower their health standards. They were held to a really, really high health standard. And quietly, they just kind of, like, lowered the health standards. I was like, oh, yeah. And, I mean, they're, the pilots are fully aware. And I will say, along with the truckers, the pilots of this country were getting ready to stand with all of us, too. And I am so thankful for those people because they they saved us all. You know, I mean the truckers and the pilots, all these people who were about to be like, we're going to shut this country down if you guys push it another minute further. And they finally had to say, okay, we give. We give. We're going to we're going to take it all Not back. Not only
8: that, but they used to make you stay in the house. You know, yes. vitamin D, get out in the sun. Get some fresh air. The virus dies when the weather is warm. Go out and, you know, get some sunshine on you. That will kill the virus. But instead, they had them all in their houses and up in their rooms and stay in bed and, you know, in the darkness. That was killing people even just as much.
1: It was shocking. I remember, like, going to the grocery store early on. They had put in the mask mandate. I had on, like, this really terrible, like, pretend mask on. But it had, like, slid down. And this woman walked across the fucking grocery store and she started screaming at me like a crazy person in front of my child. And I just looked at that woman and unloaded on her, because my daughter was in shock, but I was like, "If I don't put this woman in her place right now, she's going to think it's okay to carry on like this. It, it, you cannot scream at a stranger. I mean, what no. are you doing? It made people yeah, create. people
8: thought they had a little bit of power over others.
1: They never had it power
8: over. Yes, yeah, it was she weird. She was going to
1: attack me. Put I like, Honey, yeah. I'm not the one. And, you know, I have a degree in biology. The first thing I did, we didn't know, none of us knew what was going on, right? The first thing I did is look up the mask studies. And right there, plain as day, it was there from the very beginning. They had done long-term standing studies with the flu. It didn't work. No, because I I was thinking, oh, my gosh, are we going to have to make masks, right? Like, I was like, oh, no. Like, what? I didn't know what was going on. And then, like, as soon as I read the study, I was like, oh, this is, like, pointless.
7: So, Daphne, do you know how many times I've I've put a scam on my face? Never. Zero. Have you seen the group uh, Bare Faces Legal? Yes, yes. Yeah, do you remember? I don't know if you remember, but back in 2020... When we had 38,700 members and Spybook Mm -hmm. took us down because of misinformation and we ended up on the front page of the USA Today. Oh, yeah.
1: Look, during the pandemic, I was posting stuff straight from the CDC or straight from John Hopkins, Mm -hmm. and they were censoring our posts. I was like, what is going on here?
7: But the the funniest thing was – Something was
1: was really wrong.
7: I don't know if you've heard this before, but I've heard it – where wearing a scam is just uh, you're you're supposed to do it, You just like wearing shoes, it's against the law. And they 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 got the right. wrong one on that one because you know me.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, it was it in it, it definitely it it was cra it was crazy, but we traveled the whole time because well, nobody was traveling, so we we're like, let's go. I mean, like, you it became ridiculous when you could cross this magical border and go into the beautiful state of Utah, and be live normal. And then I had to come home. I mean, Nevada was, if you remember, one of the last states to lift the mask mandate. We could go to Mexico. We could go to Florida. We could, you know, we, we traveled all over the place, and everything was, like, normal. You could tell that there were places that were, like, doing certain things because they felt like they were trying to encourage people to come, so they didn't want people to be scared. Like, in Mexico, like, the level of hand sanitizer they were trying to pass out all the time, I was like, I'm good but you know and i get it cuz they wanted tourism because people were starving like your businesses were shut down and then yeah. here here in nevada i mean i have inside baseball i mean the gaming commission which Steve lack appointed his personal attorney to You know, they were behind the scenes blackmailing the casinos, telling them, sending them notifications, if you guys don't get a certain percentage vaccinated of your employees, we're not going to let you open up. I mean, they were blackball. I mean, totally blackmailing. Yeah, they were
8: strong on it. Really bad.
1: Yes. And I asked, you know, Joe Brown, a famous attorney here. I said, Joe Brown, because he was on the gaming commission. Like, what do you think about that? That our gaming commission can be so captured and held that they were blackmailing people during, I mean, during the pandemic. And let me tell you, I happen to know somebody who runs a casino and they, you know, were trying to do the right thing and took their whole staff out to get vaccinated to be an example to the rest of the employees so they could open their business before it was completely shuttered. And within one week, one of the younger employees had a heart attack that almost killed him from a giant blood clot in his leg and in his heart. One week. And I talked to this guy later. I saw him and I was like, hey, I heard what happened to you. Like, did you think it was from the vaccine? And he was like, I did. He's like, but my doctors were like, no, 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 there's no way. And so I got a second one, and then he ended up back in the hospital for gastrointestinal bleeding. And I'm like, look, please don't take any more of those because, you know, I care about you and you're a nice guy. Please don't take any more of those. And I sent him all the information on how to file a VAERS report and all that stuff because on top of them gaslighting you, they don't report it. You know, everyone likes to complain and think that theirs is over-reported. No, theirs is under-reported. Most people have never even heard of it, don't know how to file a report. And if you've ever tried to file a report, my girlfriend's a healthcare worker, and she was trying to file reports for people. It's, It's very tedious. You have to sign an affidavit swearing that everything is truthful, and if you even input for like a few minutes it logs you out and you have to start all over again so yep. it is not an easy thing to file a VAERS report and I know so many people personally that were injured by this injection and, it, and it just, it's just really disturbing to me because it's like a lot of them also are young I had two kids in college and I had access to the dashboards one was in Wyoming, one was in Denver. Wyoming did not mandate the vaccine though, voluntarily took it. My kid in Denver, they mandated the vaccine. 97% of the kids uh, got the vaccine and the the booster. They mandated the booster and the flu shot. So I had two kids in two different states, and you could see the case numbers. Let me just tell you, Wyoming fared so much better than Denver, and they had a 97 compliance rate 97% compliance rate and yeah. it was like it was ridiculous and I, I mean at that point you've got your own data and and it's like and then they ended up changing you know Denver ended up changing it making it voluntary later and it's quietly of course but it's like there's still universities out there i think like 69 that are requiring people to take these just to go to school. It's crazy.
8: Right. Yeah, not here in Florida. There's
1: yeah, no thank God for Florida, you know.
8: No. Yeah, we, we
1: put our foot down hard. You know, just be. Well, let me uh, let you kids get back to, I got my husband's probably like, where did she go? <laughs> <laughs> I like, I
7: like, I hey, I, I really enjoyed this
8: conversation. <laughs>
7: I know. I'm me glad too. you called hey, in. Thank you.
1: you,
7: you guys. Thank you so much for you guys. I'm mean, to get you together, know, Daphne. I, uh, I'll, I'll follow up on this.
1: Yeah, no, and I'm waiting, too, to hear what, they, what the follow-up is on this whole ballot, you know, oopsie-doopsie-whoopsie thing is, too. So I'll keep you posted anything I hear. But and I get in
8: touch. You, get in touch with True the Vote. You can yes, do it on Twitter. I yeah, just go on to Twitter and go to True the Vote and tell them you know just give them a brief outline and they'll get back to you
1: all right i will thank you, you guys this so the type of stuff I, they I, need to know you really feel better just having this conversation because it reminds me there's good people out there that that understand what we've all been through and and, and we that all got to stick together that's so. right amen all right. Have All right. A let, night, us, you guys. let
8: us know how you, you make can. out, and and see you know how many other steps have been taken on your behalf, and see what people okay, say. I Call will. in and check in. I, All right. Thank I you will. again, honey. All right.
1: Have a great night, guys. Bye. You too.
8: Yeah, that was a really enjoyable conversation. She knows her stuff. I like talking oh, well, to smart like... people.
7: I figured you'd like that.
8: Yes, that was enjoyable. Thank you. I'm glad you invited her. So. Um, did you see that they finished up the Julian Assange hearing? They haven't had a, a ruling yet on whether or not he's going to be extradited to the United States. But this Biden administration—they will kill him in jail. They'll, they'll Jeffrey Epstein him because he embarrassed the DNC and the CIA, and he didn't—you know—he didn't steal anything. He didn't steal that information. That was given to him, just as if he were the New York Times, you know, how they get, you know, the secret insider, you know, whistleblower things, all those stories. Well, that's just the same thing. We all know that those files were downloaded from the DNC. They were not stolen by the Russians. They were not hacked. We know it was Seth Rich, and we know he was murdered for it. And... Believe me, Julian Assange will suffer the same fate because they're not going to let that go. I don't want him to get extradited. I want them to decide, no, we're not going to extradite him, and that's the end of that. Let it go. Leave the man alone.
7: But the thing is, is that every, everybody knows they're going to do this to Assange, just like we all knew what was going to happen to Jeffrey Epstein.
8: So how yeah. do they get
7: away with this?
8: Because we don't stick together enough, we're not strong enough, we don't have a circle of strength around them. And, you know, they all stick together so much, nobody sees anything. They don't even talk to each other, they don't even make eye contact. You know, it's better to keep your head down and your mouth shut in that atmosphere. So whatever they're going to do, the people around them are going to let them do it. I don't want Julian Assange to come to the United States, he will not be safe here. Not safe anywhere, but he's less safe here. You know let the guy leave his you know live his life out. He didn't steal anything yeah he did and 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 the more they bring up his name, the more those emails come back and the more Wikileaks comes to the surface, you know if you shut your mouth, people might even forget about it and all that information that was in those e- in those emails. You know, I'll remember it, you'll remember it, because we studied it, and we reported on it, and we passed those along. And we talked about Seth Rich and his death. We've talked about Julian Assange. But, like I said, Assange received them. He didn't take them. So they can't get him for spying. They can't, you know, and he's not an American citizen, so they can't get him for treason. Yeah, he embarrassed the DNC, but he's not an American. So, you know, just shut your mouth and let him go. It's time to let that go. I don't
7: even know what they. What would they possibly do? Or what could they charge him with? They charged
8: him with spying, with being an international spy, with um, all crimes against the United States. And he didn't commit any crime at all. He's a journalist, and. Where he's not American, he's not protected by the Constitution. But if they bring him here, they have to give him the same rights that they would give any other defendant. So I don't know how they're going to go around that. But if you bring him to an American court, you have to go by American court rules. And he has rights. But that isn't guaranteed. Donald Trump's got rights, too. But those were completely overlooked, right down to his talking to his lawyer. They arrested his lawyer, too.
7: See, uh, before Daphne left, I was hoping that I'd get this in, where uh, I was going to tell her my my point black reason why Kennedy will absolutely not win. And I don't don't care if they say he's taking votes from Brandon or Trump. And I, I brought this up once before with you, I believe. That if you go watch any news clips, you see people are in the black communities, the Hispanic communities, they're tired of Brandon. At the same time, they are not going to look to see who Robert F. Kennedy is. They They have no right. clue who Robert F. Kennedy is. They're saying, I'm going for Trump because they know who Trump is.
8: Yeah, Trump supporters are not going to abandon him. These people severely underestimate Trump supporters. Nikki Haley's very much underestimate underestimating them. They think oh but, yeah uh,
7: but the, the issue is is that they're gonna get people like Daphne and uh and uh, a couple of our co hosts because Trump is weak on gene therapies. Right. So they they're voting for one topic.
8: Yeah well I, I, and think, I think that's, she's that's right the wrong that way Trump to do should...
7: things personally.
8: Trump should come out and try to straighten it out and say, you know, I was relying on unreliable people, and that won't happen again.
7: At least he knows now to shut up over that stuff.
8: Yeah, he hasn't he hasn't brought it up. But he did do that thing with the ventilators. Even though it was the wrong thing, he did the right thing. Yeah. It showed you that in an emergency, you can transform a company into making critical needed items right away so you know that that was the right thing although it was the wrong thing it was the wrong thing but knowing it can be done is the right thing you get what i'm saying right
7: reaction raw by wrong thing done
8: right wrong thing done because it turned out the ventilators were creating more of a problem but He was able to get General Motors to build what he thought were absolutely a critical need. He was told, we need these ventilators, and he got it done. In record time, that they said it couldn't be done, and he got it done. So that proved to everybody that those type of things can be done. So if in event we need other critical things, critical items, you know that those, the machinery can be converted to make those in a hurry if we need them so that that is a good thing to know but it was the wrong thing to do at the time so she's right you know and, and about the vaccines you know he was touting that you know he got it done really fast and he did and he thought he was doing the right thing and it ended up being the wrong thing so yeah own up to that but look who was around him: Fauci, Burks, and all these other people. You know, National Health Institute, the World Health Organization. Yeah. They're all saying you got to do this, and you know, the the drug companies are saying you got to do this. And everybody was all on the same page. So, you know, these are your top advisors. These are the top people in the world telling mm-hmm. you this is what is necessary. If he had said no. Then they would have said, I killed everybody. He said, yeah, trying to save them. And they still say he killed everybody. And these vaccines are horrible. Don't take them. Don't give them to your kids. Don't get any more boosters if you did get the vaccine. Nobody's mad at you. Even though, you know, some of these people tried to force them down everybody else's throat who didn't want them. Saying, you know, we should be in jail. We should be dead. We're going to die first. And... All that, you know, those were terrible things to say. You should be dead or you should, you know, your family should be dead if you're not going to get the vaccine. You're killing old ladies. No, we weren't. Nobody was killing anybody except the vaccine. And this virus is survivable. And it was a man-made virus. So it's not something that just happened. Fauci knew it was going to happen. He made the vaccine and then released it and the drug companies made fortunes off it, and our treasury got raided again. Because they said everybody all going to die. But, so is anything going to happen?
7: Because Dr. Fraudy already went to court, admitted stuff. Nothing's happening.
8: No, nothing's happening. He's still getting his pension. He's still got Secret Service protection and a uh, ride provided for him. He's got limousine service everywhere he goes and Secret Service. Yeah. And he's still the highest-paid federal employee. So, and he wrote books and stuff. He was he was very much celebrated. He was riding high for a long time, and then Burks come out I and said, had, well, they knew uh, that it was."
7: I just had some liberal uh, post on my spy book, and I'll tell you exactly what I wrote. I don't care, not that I'm a profanity expert or anything, but I wrote. And I quote here as soon as I pull it up. Why the fuck are fuckers still wearing scams like a fuck?
8: Oh, I saw that.
7: <laughs> and and the someone says guy. someone that lives in Brooklyn uh, they they were they were saying how it it helps keep germs away from me. And then I brought up that Dr. Fraudy admitted in court that, that it doesn't work. And she says, Well it still helps uh, People coughing on me. No, it doesn't. That's that's liberalism <laughs> for you.
8: No, it doesn't. The, uh, virus is microscopic. The weave in a mask is bigger. So a microscopic no, they don't, they don't virus. Need to
7: hear that, it, you and I know that liberals they 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 have their minds made up. It doesn't matter. Yeah,
8: they're not gonna they're not gonna hear a word I said so just go put up a chain-link fence and try to keep the mosquitoes out because it's the same principle.
7: Yeah, go to a construction site and put a sun visor on because that will protect your head.
8: Right. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, put a screen in the bottom of your boat, keep the water out. (laughs) That's true. Yeah, they're just ridiculous, and and after all that we know, they should, you know, they they should have caught on by now. I think anybody who hasn't caught on is full of it. They're just lying now, or that they don't want to hear it because everybody knows, everybody's heard the stories.
7: So now. Now you have the mayor of Chicago suing oil companies because of the climate change that the, that the gas companies have done to the city of Chicago.
3: Oh.
8: Well, that's not going to get them anywhere. And what, what oil companies are you suing? You know, that none of them have any permits. They just stopped all permitting for liquefied natural gas. All permitting is stopped. So, you know, that just makes Russia money. Because Russia has no problem shipping liquefied natural gas to anybody who wants it. We used to have contracts with Europe. We were the number one supplier of NLG. So, because Biden stopped it, other people over in Europe, are they supposed to freeze to death? Or starve to death? Because they rely very heavily on the LNG. Russia is saying, "Oh no, we got plenty. We'll, we'll send it to you." So, eventually, the people in Europe are going to embrace Russia. And you see that they're losing. The Ukrainians are losing the war in, in Ukraine, right? They just lost a whole city back uh-huh. to Russia. And they're saying, "Oh, they come out with this thing that they're trying to scare us. Russia has outer space weapons that are nuclear." satellites. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We knew that. We've known it since Reagan. That was Reagan's Star Wars. And remember, Obama even stopped our space program and we were relying on the Russians to get to the space station.
9: Mm
8: -hmm. So, of course, they got nuclear in outer space. There's no gas stations in space. How do you think these rockets operate?
7: You know, Hey, I want to I want to play a clip for you that uh, that Vito sent me yesterday. I figured let me go ahead and play this. Uh, oh, there's that four that families that have controlled California for 80 years. Okay. Which is why California is where it is. So I'm going to play this real quick, Joanne. I want to see what you think. Sure, go ahead.
2: Pat Brown's father, Edmund Joseph Brown was known for running scams and gambling operations in San Francisco. With the help of businessman William Newsom II, Pat Brown became governor of California for two terms. During his governorship, he awarded the Squaw Valley Concession Contract to William Newsom III and his partner, John Pelosi. The deal was criticized for the state of California paying for everything and getting nothing. William Newsom III grew up with the governor's son, Jerry, who was training to be a Jesuit priest. John Pelosi's son, Paul, married Nancy D'Alessandro, daughter of Thomas D'Alessandro Jr., who was known for smuggling heroin into the U.S. with Lucky Luciano and the Baltimore Mafia. John Pelosi's son, Ron, married William Newsom's daughter, Barbara. Over ongoing disputes about the Squaw Valley concession, William Newsom Sr. threatened to hurt the governor politically, just as Governor Brown was running for a third term against Ronald Reagan. He lost. But eight years later, the former governor's Jesuit son, Jerry, reclaimed the governorship in 1974. He appointed William Newsom III to a Placer County judgeship in 1975, and three years later to the State Court of Appeal. William Newsom was an attorney for oil magnate J. Paul Getty, named in the 1966 Guinness Book of World Records as the world's richest private citizen. And while serving on the appellate bench in the 1980's, he helped Getty's son, Gordon, secure a change in state trust law that allowed him to claim his share of a multi-air trust. After Newsom retired from the bench, he became administrator of the Getty Trust and provided seed money for his son Gavin Newsom, Nancy Pelosi's nephew, to start the Plump Jack business that led to a career in San Francisco politics as mayor of San Francisco, and lieutenant governor of the state of California. Gavin Newsom was informally adopted by the Gettys after his parents divorced, and recently succeeded family friend Jerry Brown to be the current governor of California. For 80 years, these four families have ruled over the state of California politically. And with the help of Kamala Harris, Maxine Waters, Adam Schiff, and Diane Feinstein, California's uncontrollable state government spending has amounted to over $2 trillion in debt and the highest tax rates in the country. The homelessness...
7: All right, so... Uh... Wow.
8: That's quite a bit of history. I remember Jerry Brown. I remember he was married to Linda Ronstadt. Um. Yeah, that's interesting information. They own California, huh? Very incestuous. I
7: remember, there. I remember the Getty gas stations. I always wondered why they were never out west.
9: Hmm.
8: J. Paul Getty, him and his brother, started with a junkyard. They built that they cannibalized cars and they built a car mm-hmm. and then they said well you know if we can get the parts off this car and fix other cars with them we should buy all the broken cars and then use them to fix other broken cars and that's how they got their start they started with just buying and selling junk parts off of broken cars and then they they were self-made the gettys they made lots of money. They in the energy industry. They bought oil companies, and yeah, they were up there with Standard Oil. As a matter mm-hmm. of fact, the Bushes very incestuous groups, huh? It's amazing. Yeah, I know. That was good. Thank you, Vito, for sending us that. Are you going to play that? Um, video with the woman who was really upset you said you were gonna oh, play it tonight the yeah Black
7: i didn't woman. even i didn't even put that on my on my uh on here but yeah i could play that give me i'll i'll, I'll just play that straight from my computer that's fine yeah oh, i love this this is about a minute and a half
8: yeah I, I became friends with her on twitter she's legit did
7: you yeah when did you become friends with her
8: a uh, little over a week ago When I first saw it uh, The first time I saw it was um, Oh, what the heck is his name Brendan Dilly had it And he was asking who she was And, you know, see if we could find her And then she contacted him on Twitter I was watching the whole thing go down And he said that he was going to Take her as a VIP To a Trump event I don't know if she ever went But I just Followed her on Twitter and you know talked to her and said, "Are you serious?" And she said, "No, I'm. That's legit." Because she's a, she is a comedian. She's actually a Christian comedian. Go ahead, play it when you're ready. Oh, well,
7: if you have contact with her, see if she'll come on next Wednesday.
8: I'll see if she'll see if she'll be interested in getting on the show. that will be nice.
9: All right, I'll,
8: yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll hit it. To...
7: All right, let me play.
0: So damn to want a woman don't so the audio
8: quality's is bad.
0: Everybody was so desperate to put a black woman, when she ain't black, and vice president. And now the whole country. The whole country. How can you to bring in all these illegals? and don't know why. to vote. Because the dad's vote voting didn't work. We're the country. And now y'all can take all them children out of school. Why the fuck did y'all choose to car though? So now most of the children are black children. Got to sit at home. Because y'all, man, y'all getting on my mother's nerves. Y'all think sort of they're doing this to mostly minority black children. But Trump's a racist. No, you're not racist. I'm just sick of this for real. I'm dead serious. Y'all got to sit here for my parents. All those black people that Keep the goddamn school open. They sure got to sit the fucking home, and they got to figure out what the they are doing How the fuck supposed to work? I'm telling you, Joe and oh y'all got to go. I'm fixing the United States government. I'm for real. I'm for real. I'm fixing to joint wrong because there ain't no way, home. Ain't
7: no. But the white liberals don't. Uh, they don't see it yet the white liberals
8: still they're okay the audio quality was really bad on that but that woman was flipping out about how they're putting Mm -hmm. the illegals in the school and the kids have to stay home and the parents don't even know what to do you know, you didn't even tell them that they had to make arrangements to take care of the kids while they're working because you decided that you're going to close down the school and let the illegals in she's furious and she's not the only one but you see what they're doing to the black people. The Democrats are so bad to black people. They're loading up their communities with illegals. They are using these people. Even, like I said, Fannie Willis and Letitia Brown, when the chips hit the fan, you know those cases are going to get thrown out eventually. Maybe not a right away, but they're going to get thrown out. And who's going to be standing there holding the bag and, acting, and looking stupid? It's those black people, not the people that put them up to it. You know, the governor, the white governor, she's not in any kind of trouble. But that Letitia James, you know, she's going to be a stock, And so is Fannie Willis and her dumb boyfriend there, Wade, Nathan Wade. They're, they just put the black people out there and let them be standing and they holding the bag. They do it all the time. And that school that they took over to put the illegals in, that's a predominantly black school in a black neighborhood. And the recreation center that they took over in Boston to put the illegals in, that's in a predominantly black neighborhood. They're not putting them in Martha's Vineyard. They're not putting them in Newton and Wellesley. No, those are nice white liberal areas. They're not putting the illegals in there. You know, they look at what happened in New York. They got this building. Oh, no, Chicago. They had this building. It's been empty for 10 years. It was supposed to be luxury apartments for people in the community. And mm-hmm. the developer went broke, so this building sat empty for 10 years. The city didn't know what to do with it. Oh, it was it's New York because Adams had to go down and calm the people down. The black people, were, they see bunk beds being delivered. And they said, what's going on with this building? And, and they said, oh, we're going to house the illegals here. And the community was in an uproar. And they all marched down at City Hall. And finally Adams said, no, 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 that's going to be for the community. We're going to put homeless um, people in our community there. He never said homeless Americans. He said people in our, homeless people in our community, which would still cover the illegals. But he was, he was double-speaking them. And they fell for it. You know, they—they're they, they're, going to get apartments now for the people who have been waiting, like on Section Eight lists from the neighborhood, and who are living with their parents and stuff, waiting for a place to open up, so that they can afford housing. It's not going to be for them. But the black people—they're standing, they're holding the bag again, and they're going to vote Democrat again if we don't keep showing them this stuff and telling them we got to stick together, we need each other, stop fighting this black-white shit. Can't do that anymore. Look what's going on at that border. Look who's replacing us. We're Americans. We're all Americans, and we better start acting like it because the non-Americans are overtaking us. You know, Trump says there's going to be 18 million people here by the time he gets back in office, and that's the one that we know about. That's a big army, especially when we know they're mostly men. And men that are fleeing they're going to a better place. They bring their family with them. These people are not bringing their families. They're leaving their families behind. That tells you they're going to war. And, you know, today they had a whole bunch of people that were Afghanis, from Afghanistan, and they said, what brings you here? And they said, we're fleeing the Taliban. You know, we don't know if they are Taliban. They're taking over sections of airports and housing people in there, housing people in police stations. And then you got this Adams, Mayor Adams, he's crying for more money. We need more, 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 more this, more that. First of all, send them back. They're doing nothing but causing problems in New York. You got full-grown men hanging around twenty four hours a day they're not working, they're living off the money that the, they're getting you know these these stipends and these cards they're not paying for anything they're not paying for their hotels, their meals, their laundry, none of that, but they're still out robbing and pillaging and and fighting and hurting the people in the community, beating up little old ladies, dragging them on the sidewalk, stealing their purses, breaking into you know just walking in the stores and taking merchandise. And then pulling guns on cop, would that fifteen year old boy get a gun? Poor refugees, and we gotta welcome them in because they're downtrodden, and they're robbing people in Times Square with a gun. He's fifteen. Where'd they get the gun? And, and not
7: and only that, but you have the white liberals that are defending it.
8: Yeah. And then you got Biden comes out and tells you make slaves out of them. You know, you could have these people in your house and they'll cook for you and they'll do your laundry and they'll pick your crops Mm. and let them in. That sounds like slavery to me. You bring these people into your home and you make them work and you are the one that gets paid. They're going to pay you to bring these people in and put them to work. That sounds like slavery to me, that white liberal couple that said that they brought the the Haitian couple with the kid in. Mm -hmm. And she says, oh, I feel like I have my own personal chef. Yeah, so she's making this woman cook for her. And I'm sure she's cleaning, too. But this white liberal woman's getting money from the government for bringing them in. So not only is she getting all her chores done, she's making money off it. That sounds like slavery to me. The Haitian lady gets to work, and the white lady gets the check. That's slavery, right?
7: Uh, normally, unless it's a liberal saying it, then it's then it's giving them freedom.
8: Oh, it's giving them freedom.
7: Yeah, it yeah, sounds more they're like loving the
8: Right. Yeah, they're loving and liberal. Oh, I feel like I have my own chef. I wanted to puke. And, you know, that could turn around on that liberal couple too. Because if that Haitian couple get in an argument with the liberal couple and call the cops, the cops gotta come down and separate everybody. They're not gonna throw the illegals out. The illegals are residents there. You get they, they, that's their address and they pay rent there or somebody's paying rent for them there.
6: Mm-hmm.
8: So the liberal couple they're known in the community and they have other property, they'll make that liberal couple leave that house until it's all set out in civil court. That could take two years to get them out, if at all. In the meantime, you've been displaced out of your home now with a restraining order not to go back there. And, of course, if you're torn out of the house, why is the government going to pay you rent? So the government, you know, will stop paying the rent, and it's only a six-month stipend anyhow. Yeah. They're only going to pay the rent for six months. So what happens on the seventh month? It takes three months of not getting paid rent to even apply for an eviction. Then you have got to wait for a court date, and if the people say, "Well,
9: we're going to contest
8: that," that could take even longer. Really stupid, I wouldn't do it. You got too much to lose. Oh well, um, the Kansas City shooting too the gun was a stolen gun, so when Biden come out and he wants his assault weapons banned, first of all, it was a handgun, and he wants to ban long guns, and the gun was stolen. So no gun law would have stopped that situation. And what do you? What does anybody think? The, they're not going to obey the gun laws we have now. So the next gun law, they're going to obey that one, right? It's like we were just talking about Schumer. He's really going to do it this time. He promised this time. He's been there forty years and hasn't done it. But right. So all these laws that we have, we don't need any more laws. We got enough laws. We got laws for everything, and we don't. You know, we call these people lawmakers. Well, every day they want to make more and more laws, and, and they want to put all these laws and all these monstrous bills they have. Lay off with the laws. Everything's criminal. You could break three laws: go into the mailbox to check your mail. Mm-hmm. Sure so something you've done is against the law. If everything's illegal, nothing's illegal. You make too many laws, nobody's going to obey any of the laws. Why would they? And look at these illegals. They're not obeying any of the laws. Actually, we're disobeying the laws for them. They're not even supposed to be here. So, you know, that's the first law they broke. It's coming across that border without a visa and then you expect them to obey the laws, they don't even know what laws we have. You know, the laws in this country might be different from the laws in their former countries, in their home countries. And instead of giving away all this money to those home countries, we should be charging them per head for their residents being here. And all these Chinese people that are here, and a lot of the other countries too, but China specifically, they're not going to take those 33,000 people back. What do you do with them? Where are you going to deport them? Deport them where? China won't take them back. Hmm. Trump could get them take them back, but Biden's certainly not going to do it. Trump will say, okay, well, I'm going to charge you for it, and I'm going to put tariffs on all your stuff you want to send into this country, unless you take them back. And China will decide whether it's worth it for them to take them back or not. You take them back or you take the tariffs. That's how Trump would do it. But Biden's certainly not going to do that. He'll say, oh, they said no, so we'll keep them. And you know they've got to be working for China. 33,000 people don't just get up and walk out of China unnoticed. China sent them. And like I said, they're probably broken branches. Those Chinese men are probably better off here with the aspect of trying to find a bride because they're not going to find one in China. There aren't enough women over there for men to have girlfriends and men, wives and babies and stuff. There's 10 million too many. And that was a while ago. There's probably more of them now. You know, that one-child policy... Mm-hmm. They thought they had too many people. Now they got too many men and not enough women. But, you know, they're not coming over here and not going to be in touch with China. And we know we've got police stations here, so I'm sure somebody's monitoring them. And some of them are wearing tactical gear. They're all carrying the same backpack, you know, the same brand, like they're a government-issued backpack. They're all wearing the same shoes. Where'd those come from? And how did they get here? They had to leave China somehow, whether it was by boat or by plane. They did not walk here. They took a
7: bus. They took a bus.
8: And they didn't take a they didn't take a bus across the Pacific. So someone's flying them here or flying them to uh intermediate area. But yeah, they are being bused. They got buses all up and down that route from one country to another. Somebody's supplying those buses. And here's these poor refugees coming looking for jobs, and they, there's no jobs in their country. So you're saying it costs $5,000 each for them to come here. Who's paying the five grand? Because those people don't have $5,000. If they're so broken, they don't have jobs and they're coming here for economic reasons, they don't have five thousand dollars
7: so who's well now they're giving them ten thousand to go to go to new york i I guess they they're not broken up,
8: yeah, well, when they get here,
7: but who's yeah.
8: you know we they might be giving them ten thousand dollars when they get here, but are those people really keeping that ten thousand? Are they? Do they got to turn it over to someone? You know, yeah, George Soros know. puts up George Soros puts up the five grand to get them here, and then when they get the ten grand, do they got to give them five grand back out of it, or the whole ten grand to pay off the debt? Because you know, Soros doesn't do it for free. Mm -hmm. that man has put out trillions of dollars. He's only a billionaire. So he's getting that money back and then using it again and then getting more money back and using it again. He's got quite a racket going. And I don't think he's as much in charge as he was. His son, Alex, is who he turned over his throne to. And that kid is stupid. He's not as smart as his father, but he is twice as ruthless. He thinks he's all that. You know, he he thinks that he's a god unto himself. He's like his father in that respect. But he's not as smart as the father. The father was educated in old Europe and knows a lot. Mm -hmm. But that kid was educated at Berkeley. So he only knows liberal stuff. And now he's seeing Huma Aberdeen which is telling us another story, too, that Hillary's making her move. She's got John Podesta in the White House as the new climate czar, which is not a cabinet position, and it's not confirmed by the Senate. So we should need, that isn't even a position that should exist. But John Podesta's in the White House now controlling Biden. That's Hillary's boy. Homer Aberdeen... Is now dating Alex Soros. That's Hillary's sugar daddy and her her little girl Friday. That's Hillary's fling. And they're both gay. Alex and Uma. So that's telling us Hillary's making her move. Hillary's letting us know she's conquered that White House. You know, she knows all Biden's secret. Biden isn't going to say anything. Biden probably doesn't even realize it. But you know there's a fight at the top. Because I'm sure that Obama and Hillary still hate each other. Oh,
9: absolutely.
8: But But they've been forced to work together for the common goal. They're both taking Soros money. And Valerie Jarrett, this despises Hillary. Actually, John Podesta despises her, too, but he's beholden to her. He's a creeping off.
7: Well, she pays good, I guess.
8: Oh, yeah. The money's good. And you cooperate or die. You mm. know, she's got quite the body count going on. And obama got a body count going on, too.
7: But, uh, but let know, me ask with you this, them, uh, Joanne. Because that pronoun is getting back into the game, does that does that signal that Big Mike is not interested because those two won't work together?
8: Oh, yeah, they're not gonna work together. Big Mike despises Hillary worse than her husband does um yeah no, but they're trying to sweeten the plot. They keep telling us that they're you know they're trying to shove Michelle into it. She hated being in the White House. She hates politics. She hates the people involved in politics. She doesn't like any one of the people surrounding her. She spends as little time in D.C. as she can, and she spends as little time as she can with Obama too. I think she likes her life right now, and well, to be a nice thrown movie. back into and to be thrown back into the limelight especially at the top of the ticket, that would be the only way they could get rid of Kamala. Because even though they hate the black people, Democrats always have, they fought against ending slavery. They fought against, you know, desegregating the schools. They fought hard, too. Had a whole civil war over it. Um, yeah, they haven't gotten over it. They don't like black people, but they use black people, and they manipulate black people. And that started with Lyndon Johnson and with breaking up the families and starting the welfare program. He said he'd have those black people live, you know, voting for them for 100 years. So they're just using them. And now they're destroying their communities. They're taking whatever resources there were for the black community And just handing it over to the illegals. So the black people are on their own now. I don't know why they would vote for a Democrat. Especially seeing what the Democrats are doing to them. And, you know, things like, oh, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. Who the hell is he? He You know, they said that, oh, white supremacy is the biggest threat. Yeah, he's the biggest white supremacist. And all those Democrats are. And then they get the useful idiots like Fannie Willis and Letitia James and all those other clowns. Stacey Abrams. Yeah, Stacey Abrams. And that's just to suck of the black community. And, oh, no, look, the Democrats, they're fine. They're good to me. No, they're not good to you. They're using you. You know, they they used Stacey Abrams, too. You know, they made a big deal out of her, a big deal out of the election. And then when it didn't pan out, they just kicked her to the curb. She probably couldn't get a cup of coffee out of them right now.
7: Hmm. Yeah, you don't hear her name anywhere.
8: Yeah, her usefulness is gone, so they're done with her. And Fannie Willis, she showed that she's not smart. She doesn't belong in the position she's in. She had no business bringing those rico charges against trump she doesn't even understand rico charges and how she could be charged with rico crimes because she's definitely in a conspiracy and that idiot boyfriend of hers never even tried a case and you're going to put him you're going to have him prosecute not just trump but that other guy they're prosecuting and giuliani And Sidney Powell, Giuliani wrote the RICO laws. That clown probably can't even spell RICO. Hmm. So they're just being used. They know the case is going nowhere. They know it's unconstitutional. They know it's election interference. And right now it's in the lower courts. But once it gets up to the higher courts, somebody's got to be reasonable up there. I mean, these people are in positions of authority. They didn't get there by being stupid. But that Fannie Willis, she rolled all over herself. She was saying she kept leftover campaign money. She's telling people she got wads of cash in her house. Where'd you get the wads of cash? You don't make that kind of money. Where'd you get the cash? Who's paying you cash? What an idiot she is.
7: Let me ask you, though, Joanne, they're not just going to drop the case. They're going to they're gonna put another prosecutor on Trump, right? They're not going to just declare a mistrial.
8: Well, I don't even know if she's going to get thrown off the case. The judge that's deciding it, the judge that just let her go on that ramp and take over his court,
9: yeah,
8: he donated uh-huh. to her campaign that come out today. There's all kinds of impropriety there that judge has to go, too. They're all in cahoots. And, yeah, you know, that's okay in the, the small little southern place. But you take that out into the higher courts, and then they have a reputation that's going to last long after Fannie Willis is just a, a blur. You know, they're, they're, they they got to have some integrity somewhere. Uh,
7: I don't know what? about that, but...
8: And that Jack Smith, he's a loser from way back, but he's doing exactly what he was trained to do. You bring all these crazy charges, you get them in front of the courts, and you just keep filing motions. And you do that until you burn everybody out. You're not going to win the case. You were never going to win the case. Winning wasn't the goal. Being a royal pain in the ass and interfering in the election, that was the goal. He's not going to win that case.
7: But how come these people can't get sued by Trump after they
8: lose? I don't know. I I don't. I don't know if they can. He might be able to sue some of them. But those are the public defenders and stuff. You know, it's like suing the government. How are you going to sue? You, you can't sue the governor. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if there's any recourse he can take. I'm sure you can sue the government. But it's gonna take a lot of brain power. And, you know, they they pretty much insulate themselves and immunize themselves. But none of the cases are gonna go anywhere. Every one of them's gonna end up being dismissed or reversed or thrown out because they're all bogus from the beginning. And Fannie Willis proved to the world that she is certainly not qualified to bring a case of this caliber. So winning the case is not the goal. Interfering in the election is the goal. Right. Because they're not going to win. None of them are going to win. And people are getting furious at it. This is all theater. huh. Well. And they sucked those black chicks into doing it again, and that dumbass boyfriend of hers sucked right in. Yeah, the money looks good. But what are you going to do for the rest of your life? This is a one and done for you, honey. Nice knowing you.
7: Yeah. Speaking of nice knowing you, it's about that time, Joanne.
8: All right, well, good night, freedomizers. I love you all. I'll see you next week. Thank you, Daphne, for calling in and being our guest. That was very, very enjoyable. And, Proof, I'll see you next week.
7: All right. Thank you, Joanne, for being here tonight. And uh, we'll talk next week as always. Everyone else, please support the other shows on the network. It is not just the Proof Negative show here, but until tomorrow, hold on to the handrail, keep hope alive, and remember, only you can prevent forest fires. I am Proof Negative. And I am Oot.